Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Hi, welcome to Hardcore. And tonight we have at least seven books to talk about. But we're not going to explore all of them, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> but I want to say hi to Tash. Hey, Tash. Hello, Holly. Hello, everyone. Okay. I'm not good with math tonight, apparently. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Okay, so March is the last month before Convergence. Um, and we're getting interviews about, uh, you know, interviews about Jeff Johns leaving Superman, you know, and that whole process and why he's leaving. It's because, you know, like Tej, Tej called it. Yay. Two points for me. Yeah. He's going to be dealing with the TV stuff. He's only going to be doing one book and that'll be Justice League. So, um... We'll get a Superman issue this week. We'll get... 11th, what's this week? Yeah. Yes, this week. Well, uh, supposedly. We don't know. Supposedly, you know, who knows? It's just Superman. It's just Superman. Like, Which book? who cares if he comes out? Yeah. It's um, Jeff Johns' last issue. Mm. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about that interview. What did you... It was a, an interview with Johns and Ramita... Uh, Ramita mm. will be doing the last Superman issue before Convergence, which will come out the last Wednesday of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of that article? Um, you know, I always said coming into this, I was happy with Jeff Johns because right. of his past work, and he, I'm, com- I'm completely and utterly disappointed with him. Right. Um. When I read this interview, each and every question that was answered, I just got more and more disheartened when I read it because it's him saying in plain and simple words, um, these people have their their hands tied around Superman so tight, and I just don't give a damn. I have got my, on his side, I can understand it, but from a fan side, a fan who supported him wholeheartedly, coming into Superman, um, you know, I'm disappointed in him. As soon as he, you know, two, like, what was it, two weeks before he announced he was coming on Superman, he he brought out the Lois Lane bombshell, and I was like, okay, and, you know, he was talking all these great things about Lois, and you can't have Superman without Lois Lane, and, of course, I'm going to do that fan service, and he gives us absolute rubbish and nonsense, and he gives us this, um, you know, dribble drabble Ulysses story, um, and it for me it was we need somebody to fill in time to take us to convergence because if we left it in the hands of Scott Lobdell, uh, we'd have to cancel the book, right? And so right. for me, I was I was very very disappointed. Um, you know, it's it's him saying it's him saying things like I miss the Kent, I miss Lois Lane. I miss 
the relationship between Superman and Lois Lane, but I can't do that, so I'm going to give you Jimmy instead. I'm like, no, dude, why don't you fight for us? That wasn't his exact word, though. It, not ex- exactly. The not first part exactly. was, but the yeah. Jimmy part the wasn't. Part, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, yeah, he didn't say, I'm going to give you Jimmy instead. Okay, that's said, not putting words in, in Jeff Johns' mouth. Yeah. Um, But basically, basically, that's what it boils down to, is that he said that he missed the Kent. He missed Lois. He missed the relationship between Superman and Lois Lane. And he goes on and on about how Superman doesn't have anybody to to talk to, to right. be friends with, and things like that. And so he said, well, I'm going to explore then this relationship with Jimmy. Right? And that's why I said, I'll do something different, and I'll make Jimmy know the secret. And, ooh, you know, Jimmy and him are going to hang out, and they're going to be buds. I was like, <sighs> that was my reaction when I read that. I was like, just, okay. So, Jeff Johns is not fighting for us. Dan DeDio doesn't care as long as Batman's doing well. Jim Lee is dancing on the, you know, grave of uh, Joe Schuster and Jerry Siegel. And he's saying, ha, 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 look what I'm doing to your character. Yeah, and and Bob Harris both. Yeah, he and Bob, Bob Harris is playing the music and Jim Lee is dancing on the grave. And um, it's a total disrespect to Superman and I don't know why. I don't know why DC is gunning for Superman, A. Um, B, I don't know why nobody's fighting for Superman. What dirty laundry do they have on these people? You know, do they have, like, did they kill someone? Did they sell their soul to the devil? I don't know. What is going on Maybe in DC? Maybe a little of both. <laughs> Maybe a little of both. Um, yeah. Listen. We always said DC is a mafia, so right. I don't I don't know what they got on them over there because it's ridiculous that nobody right. is standing up for Superman. And yeah, um, nobody is. and 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 the thing is, the fans have spoken. How much more louder do we need to be? The sales of both action and Superman. You think the sales are going to be that good once Jeff Johns goes and and the other dude, whatever his name is, comes on? I don't think so, right? Unless they change something drastically in Superman. Right. Nobody wants to read Superman and Jimmy. Okay, you know, maybe there's like five Jimmy Olsen fans out there. Okay, I know one Jimmy Olsen fan. That's it. Okay, if I have to go to, if I have to go to my mom and if I have to say, do you know Jimmy Olsen? Should be like the dude that wears a bow tie and hangs around in the Daily Planet. I'm like, yeah, right. The, you, yeah. you know, no one's gonna go in and buy a Jimmy Olsen. The reason why Jimmy Olsen's comic sold well back in the day was because everything of Superman sold well back in the day. Okay, it's called yeah, Superman Mania. They just Superman needed another Mania. Superman book. Yeah, they needed yeah, another Superman book. It's called Superman, Superman Mania. Okay, go Google it. Go Google Superman Mania or Supermania and go and check out what it was. Everything they put Superman's logo on, it sold. Okay. Right. It, Superman Mania or Supermania was bigger than the Beatles in its day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Kids 
sucked up Superman and they sucked up the good Superman. Right? Not this nonsense crap. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they sucked up Superman every single thing. So if you put Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, obviously, you know, children were going to go by it. They're like, oh, Superman's pal. Let me go see if I, you know, this is like stories about me and stuff. And Jimmy Olsen was also popular because he appeared on the radio station. He appeared right. on the radio station to give Superman someone to talk to, basically. Right. And right. Right. While Superman, you know, he needed to explain uh, explain his the, the story and the plot and the exposition of what was going on, he would right. talk to Jimmy Olsen. He would talk to Lois Lane, right? Lois Lane's lines were basically, "Oh, Superman, help me!" But that's a that's a different story altogether. <laughs> okay. Um. And Jimmy was basically, "Gee, golly, gosh, Superman, really?" He's like, "Yes, Jimmy." And that's how it's done. And, you know, th- that's why Jimmy Olsen was popular because kids in the 19, what is it, 1950s, 1960s, when Jimmy Olsen appeared, um, they identified with a kid being Superman's pal. Right, because they were doing outside kick stuff. Exactly. He was basically like what Robin was supposed to be to Batman. He was supposed to draw in the kids, right? right. Really, right. really young kids. Yeah. And and so Jimmy Olsen today, unfortunately, is not going to sell because nobody wants to be Superman's pal. Everybody's Superman's pal. Not not New Fifty Two Superman. Okay, New Fifty Two Superman needs to be thrown in a river and like of kryptonite and just die. <laughs> and but, uh, yeah. It's- like it's so not Superman at all. It's like I don't care what Bob Harris. He's a real Superman. No, he's not. No, he is not. Okay, somebody tweeted John's a picture. Even make him Superman. Then if if totally Johns, listen, if Dan Jurgens and Jeff Johns can't give you a Superman, then he is definitely lost, and it's time for you to reboot Superman. Okay. Well, take him out of. Just bobby him. Just take him out of the shower already. Just well, it's do not, that. It's, it's not as if Dan Jurgens and Jeff Johns can't write Superman. No, that's what I mean. They're capable of writing him, but but administration. I mean, it's a total editorial Bob Harris Jim Lee thing that they don't want full Superman. They don't want Superman to have a full life. Mm-hmm. Now, right? If if we look at Jimmy's books, came out in the late. 50s, early 60s, I believe. Um, I can, I can Google it for you quickly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, um, here's the problem. I mean, Johns and Romita kept talking about how everything was organic and all this crap. And I'm sitting there going, okay, so explain to me, you know, supposedly Johns read the entire run of Superman since the reboot, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Explain to me why Superman, of all people, and when it happened, we were like, "This he would never do that." He he thought that he, if he would allow Parasite to uh, burn off some of her psionic energy, that she would not remember his secret. 
And then he turns to John, turns around, and has him for no stated reason whatsoever the need to tell Jimmy Olsen his secret. Mm. He needs someone to talk to. Well, the, uh, you know, we had, I had, we've had like 10, 20 at least comics saying Superman's best friend is Lois Lane. Right. The best of buds, right? I mean, there's right. that one where she, where she is um, protecting him from Psycho Pirates, or whatever right. his name was. Um, and, you know, she says, if you want to get, if you want to get to Superman and Metropolis, you have to go through me. Right? And right. she basically, basically in this entire comic saves Superman's butt, okay, from his from his lonely, depressing childhood memories. Oh, poor Superman. Um, okay, and she saves him. Right. Right. And then she is, um, she's this, um, I don't know what she's like an astral projection sort of thing happening. She's basically yeah. psychic energy, right? She's mm-hmm. all blue and stuff. Sure. And so she's fading away all her psychic energy, and she's and you know she's talking to him. And Superman clutches onto he holds her, and they interlock fingers and hands, and they're holding each other's hands. And he says, Lois, no, you're brilliant, you're wonderful, and you're my best friend, Lois. And I haven't seen him tell Jimmy, yo, Jimmy, I'd die without you, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're my best. Yeah, my, you're my soul, Jimmy. Yeah. You're, my bro, you're my dude, bro, Jimmy. You know, I've yeah. never seen him do it. I've seen him play video games once with Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> um, I've seen him walk into the shower where Jimmy Olsen had a girl. Um, yeah, and he couldn't hear her with his superhero. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, his, his, his power's gone to strip. That was... Okay. That was Lobdell. Hmm. Lobdell doesn't know what he was doing. And then well, another Lobdell issue, another Lobdell issue, Jimmy comes back from living in his penthouse mansion um, yeah. to live with Clark again hmm. um, because he missed him. Oh. Yeah. You know. Lobdell made him a billionaire. And we're saying, yeah, why yeah. would you make Jimmy Olsen a billionaire? It's so then, that Clark doesn't have to pay for anything so that he can be super mean. Because Jimmy will take care of all his bills. Like, yeah, oh, but then, so, um, but we're like, we're like, so, I mean, well, they did take him away from the Daily Planet. He didn't write any blogs for his blog. So, <laughs> yeah, we were all wondering how he was paying the rent, you know, and you know, and that's just it. They don't make it realistic. I, I, I've, you know, mm. my, you know, post crisis made it realistic. When Clark died, they actually had to go and get all his stuff out of his apartment because guess what? The landlord wasn't going to tolerate that. You know, he wasn't around. Exactly. To pay rent. When, 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 um, when Clark comes back from being dead during the, um, Massacre of Doomsday, a lot of people died in Metropolis. Gee, that sounds like Man of Steel. But anyway, um, let's not go into Man of Steel. Uh, anyway, and so Clark comes back, and they, they made this whole ruse that he was found under the rubble of a, of a collapsed building and stuff like that. Um, and he comes back, 
and he doesn't have an apartment anymore. Right. Okay, because realistically, it this took place over a span of about they say six months, right? Right. And and so by the time they had cleared up Metropolis and things like that, um. So he comes back, and that's why he stays with Jimmy because Jimmy had an apartment, and you know um, it was very brief, mind you, because then he gets engaged to Lois. Well, he was already engaged to Lois. He was already he and Lois engaged get, to Lois. Yeah. He was already engaged to Lois. Yeah. And then he and Lois decide to get married, and um, they get an apartment from Bruce Wayne. Um, excellent wedding gift, Bruce. But anyway. Yeah. He's like, he, oh. Bruce Wayne was like, you and Lois are the world's finest team. Go make lots of babies. Here, I'm giving you an apartment. And I'm like, yeah, Bruce. <laughs> well, Lois had, had, was looking for apartments for them to live in, and she liked this one apartment, but they couldn't afford it. No, no life problems, <laughs> people. Come on. Okay, ap- apart from not affording it, right, the lady tells them, you'll be ready to move in by the new millennium. She's like, what? Like the waiting list for this place yeah. is for two thousand. It's like so crazy. It's Bruce's. Bruce owns the building. Okay, so Bruce owns the building. He surprises Clark. Oh. They're both dressed in their you know outfits, and <laughs> Batman says to Superman, "He goes, oh by the way, <laughs> my wedding gift <laughs> is 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 this apartment that Lois is checking out." And he goes, "What do you think?" You know, it's like okay. But okay, but is that's definitely more relatable with you know, you know Clark only making a certain amount of money at the Daily Planet. He's not making diamonds to pay his rent. Okay. No, no, no. That that that, and, does, that doesn't happen. No. Okay. And so that if those were he, the problem with the New Fifty Two is that they completely take out his humanity. They take away the Clark Kent character. They take away the Lois Lane character. And so people can't relate to a battling alien who has an apartment that he's never in. Mm-hmm. And how is he paying for that? And he has this really, really lavish apartment. Have you seen that apartment? Yeah. He's got like a balcony. He's got he's a got loft mule and Yeah. He's got two rooms. He, uh, you know, he's got uh, this massive shower. He's got this, and if you look at places like New York and stuff, oh yeah, definitely. Um, um, see, people, reporters, okay, people do not live in these kind of apartments. Um, what I did like about John Romita Jr. is he tried to make the apartment more homely, That's right? <laughs> Yeah, it, it had for a crack, a, for in, the wall. It had a crack in the wall. Yeah, it had a crack yeah. in the wall. It had, you know, it had a yeah. tiny kitchen. It 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 had um this kitchen was so small. You know, when he opened the shelf, it was knocking against his. When he opened the door of his, uh, what of his cupboard, it was knocking against his head. So that's like more realistic, right? Right. Um, and his his sofa was tattered and torn and stuff. So I appreciated that from. Lobdell and Red Booth making him like in a penthouse. And yeah. Like, you know, disco ball and, you know, he had like, a, I don't know what was there. And, that was Rockefeller. Um, that was Rockefeller's apartment. No, no. Red Booth did the last few issues of, okay. of um, uh, where Jimmy comes back and there's like this huge balcony with potted plants and 
there's this huge lounge area and you know, he's got this huge big screen TV and I'm like, Good Lord, okay, you know. So huh? they don't get it. They don't you know that blog, get it. That blog clock had shopless posted one post, one yeah. thing. That's all it posted. Mm. And he made a ton of money from posting that. And I remember Bleeding Cool um, uh, tweeted that, or they posted that we run a blog. You know, we, we ran the first exclusive that we think they're going to make Superman uh, team up with Wonder Woman. And, right. you know, they're going to do that in the New 52. We didn't get a, we didn't get a party. We didn't get a raise. We didn't get an <laughs> entire building at our disposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So, the thing so, is, they took away more than his humanity. They took away his being human, living right. as a human being. Exactly. You know, and that's what Superman is all about. He wants to, he always wants to fit in with humanity. That's why he protects us because he wants to fit in with being human. He loves to be human. That's the thing about him is that right. he loves, he loves fighting with Lois over, over who left the dishcloth. I mean, the one, the one Justice League comic, you know, he tells Red Arrow because um, Red or uh, Red Arrow, uh, Arsenal, Roy Harper, right? He comes back and all that, blah blah blah. blah. He, so Roy is fighting with Kendra, and I don't know why they were together. And he says, "Do you guys ever have problems?" And he's like, "Are you kidding me? Last night, Lois and I were fighting over who should do the dishes." Okay, and he says, "But that's what makes it work. That's what makes right. it stronger." And I wish I could find that, that issue of that comic. I know I have it somewhere. Um, because it's a really beautiful line that he says. He says, that's what makes a relationship work. It's that, it's that getting through. But more than a relationship, it's about living with a person. It's about being with a right. person. And that's what Clark loves. It's about him being human. And so... They took that away and they expected this, you know, what people have been working towards for 70 odd years with Superman, right? I mean, oh, 80 now, 80 now, but they haven't been doing it to the new 52, so I'm not no, counting the new 52. So I'm just like not counting the new 52 years, which is sad, but anyway. Um, so they took away something that. Mountains and mountains of writers have been working towards because it's not about, you know, he even says it. It's not about the cape. It's not about the powers. It's about being, you know, that's what I loved about Lois and Clark in the Adventures of Superman is that they focused so much on Lois and Clark or even Smallville. They, oh, I yeah. mean, Smallville, Smallville, 10 seasons, people, 10 seasons of him just living as a human. It wasn't about, you know, Yes, we had the freak of the week sort of thing, but um, that was just like that him saving. Yeah, that was just him saving the day. I mean, look at the Flash now. They they started off with that same formula where they had the freak of the week, right? Oh, well, villain the, of the week. Yeah. Whatever, right? Villain of yeah. the week. And then now, now they've turned it around. Now they're focusing on Barry's story mm-hmm. because they've learned. They've learned from Smallville that when 
they focus too much on the powers and the being the superhero, that's not what people are after. People are after the story behind the superhero. They want to relate to the superhero. Okay, and and that's why they have stories of them in their relationships with, with their mothers and their fathers and their brothers and their sisters and their friends and their and their lovers. And the thing is, as soon as they took that away from Superman, people said no. And old readers ran away. We ran. We ran to the hills. We ran. Then we got our pitchforks and our torches and we came back and we were protesting. Um, but the thing is, the new readers don't find anything to relate either. No. Because it's... It, because New readers don't want, I mean, I see people on Twitter, on Tumblr, on whatever, they're like, well, why should I read the story if he's just fighting someone continuously? You know, I don't get why people, new readers who DC have wanted so badly, so badly they want the new readers. Yeah. You know, the new readers are like, I'm confused. You know? I don't get it. He just fights all the time. Is that what Superman's about? Like, no, Superman's not about that. Superman's not about the fight. Superman's about a loving life and living in life. So, Right. Um, so that's kind of bothered me. That I don't know why. Okay, in a story, if you're writing... Okay, even in Jeff Johns' run for Superman, which isn't over till Wednesday... Um. He had Jimmy not know what was the heck was going on, and Lois knew. She would he would mm. ask her, Lois, what's going on? She'd tell him. So, so now Clark feels this some burning need to tell Jimmy his secret. And I'm like, why? Okay, I kind of get why they did the whole solar thing, and he's 24 hours, he's more human, because that'll make him more human. Basically, it's just another Superman weakness. I mean, it's not going to ma- make any difference. He's still going to be Clark, unless, you know, so now, so, uh, supposedly, him being powerless for 24 hours after using the solar flare, he's going to te- butt up with Jimmy, and that'll make him more human, because that's organic. No, it's not. It was freaking light switched. Okay, you, you know what? I just have one thing to say to John Romita Jr. and Jeff Johns. You know what else is organic? A turd. Okay, poop. I know. Okay, it, it's as, it's put as in the toilet as, It's as organic as anything, okay? And you know what they say about a turd? You can polish it, you can shine it, you can roll it in gold, you can roll it in glitter. It's still going to be a turd it's at the not. end of the day. It may be a shiny turd, but it's all going to stink after a while. So, so, and the other thing that bothers me, too, is, you know, they asked him about, oh, the new suit. Okay, fingerless gloves. Why would Superman need fingerless gloves? Okay, the first question would always be, why would Superman need armor? Mm-hmm. And the next question is, why would he need fingerless gloves? Now, does his hands get cold when he goes to the Fortress of Solitude? Or are they going to just oh, keep, keep shame. the... It's, are they still going to keep the Fortress of Solitude out of play? Because it's not in play right now. Yeah, well, and they completely took out the fact that, you know, his girlfriend blew it up. 
Well, yeah, they're not going to mention that unless Tom Mossy does. I don't know. Oh no, Tomasi's got Tomasi's building his own problems in their relationship. They don't need the fortress blowing up. They got enough problems in that book that he has developed. You know, I mean, and it. Sometimes I wonder, do you romances just look at pictures when you're reading this book? It's not a picture book, people. There's little, there's little speech bubbles, and in the speech bubbles, there's words. Well, here's the thing. Fingerless gloves. Why would Superman need fingerless gloves? You know what? I I keep saying this. Right? I wear fingerless gloves in winter to keep my hands warm. Um, it. it's not a fa- it's not a fashion statement. It's a functional fashion. You know, it's a yeah. functional piece of clothing. Um, the 90s, where these people grew up, you know, they were like all tweens, teens, whatever, 20s, you know, in the 90s. They're all their rock stars in the 90s. Um, and that was very popular in the 90s. You know, you, people would pull their sleeves and they'd cut the side and stuff their thumbs through it. That fashion was ridiculous. Then it's ridiculous. Now, stop doing it. Well, you know, I don't know, if it, I don't know if it was a mistake, if he drew the line too long or if it's uh, going to stay like that? Well, that's just it. Fingerless gloves. I'm sitting there going, okay. So you've given him armor, biological armor, which we really haven't seen. Most of the time it's just like the old suit. You know, he just rips it up and, and you know, it doesn't formulate like it used to, or like it did in the mm. early days when they changed it. You know, they got rid of the majestic color, and they left him with a mock turtleneck. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, is he kind of like a beatnik or what? I mean, you know, I'm sitting there going, this suit is stupid. Okay, and, you know, I I know there was like umpteen, you know, I had to go through umpteen revisions probably because everybody had to say. But obviously the collar thing, it was like, well, okay, you can just make a different kind of collar because he's keeping a collar. And I can just hear that going on, you know. So we just okay, so since he's got the mock, mock turtleneck, we still can call him Mr. Majestic, apparently. And the fingerless gloves, okay? Why fingerless gloves? Superman's hands don't get cold, and it's really insulting to the humans who bare fist punch, you know, super beings. That Superman's got fingerless gloves. What is he a pansy? Is he a weakling? Oh, is it? Oh, is it so that he doesn't hurt his knuckles? What oh, knuckles? What? Yeah. It's just stupid. Okay, it's, and it's I think really it's stupid. A... You know, the reason that they gave in the interview is that they they wanted to um, change the design or, or modify the design. I think that modify was the word they used, um, so that they could not have as many uh, armor lines. Right. right, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, you know that old costume didn't have no armor lines. No, just had no. you know, just had you. Know, it didn't have no fingerless gloves lines. It didn't have no collar lines. It just had a drip line for the red underoos. You know, it was simple. It was clean. Um, and you know, I went back to Dan Jurgens when he said, I don't understand why an in, you know, an invulnerable person needs armor. Right, and he and, had to draw that shit. 
you have to draw that nonsense with all those stupid lines, okay? Right. Um, what happens if Jim Lee redesigns everything? <laughs> the, Jim Lee, we, we keep saying it, he's a frustrated fashion designer. Um, and, make it. It, it, you know, the, the, the new look to me, um, I know for a fact that Jim Lee got to see um, sketch drawings of Man of Steel. Right, because he's DC oh. Pub and whatnot, and I think he tried to copy Man of Steel, right? Oh, to try and to try and to um, mock and to copy and to sort of piggyback off of this. We all knew Man of Steel was going to be a success, right? Right. Um, even That's though it's why they didn't the do internet. anything for its anniversary because they knew MOS was going to be a success, and why bother? Exactly. Exactly. Um. So, you know, it, even though it divided the internet in half, some hated, some loved it. Um, the thing is, we all knew this new look, you know, Christopher Nolan attached to the name, uh, Zack Snyder coming out, Amy Adams, this was going to be a hit movie, right? And I think he copied the design to try and piggyback off of that success. I wouldn't doubt it. And I think he also he tried to copy... He stuff. Yeah, you know, he's copied his exactly. He's copied his own stuff, people. Um, yeah. Oh, I saw the kiss and the the famous kiss portrait, and that was my inspiration. No, well, it might have been for for tomorrow, but it certainly wasn't for Justice League Twelve because Justice League Twelve was basically the same thing as for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. For tomorrow is when you search Superman and Lois Lane, it's one of the first pictures that pop up. And everybody, everybody knows that image. And I'm telling you, I said it when I saw Justice League 12 cover. Well, what I said originally was, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. He copied this, <laughs> right? He's copying his own stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, everybody said it. Everybody said it. And he's probably sitting back laughing. Hey, 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 watch it, call the chapter. Watch it, call the chapter. You know. It probably um, took him three months to do it. Three months? You sure? That is you broken a finger trying to join in three months. Um, <laughs> well, you just have and, to like He's a perfectionist, you know. Every line oh, needs something. Every line needs... I'm surprised Grant Morrison didn't kill him trying to go master, master him. Yeah. Um, year but he cut, I, checked it, I checked it out. I checked it out. Uh, Masterman is 12 pages less than all the other... Um, multiversity issues. So oh, Jim Lee had fun. to draw. Jim Lee had to draw like, you know, poor Jim Lee can't break his fingers. You know, mm. um, he took his work home. Oh, he had to draw in the night. Oh, he did. Oh, baby, yeah, he had to draw at night because Grant Morrison was like asking him for it. Did you, it he, was that he, an interview, or are you just making that up? No, it's in the DC All Access interview. He had to take his work home, or it was in the CBR interview. One of it, he said he had to take his multiversity work home, and he was working all through the night, and it was like weeks on end. He was drawing and perfecting this all, this, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, Grant Morrison was. Okay, Grant Morrison he, was cracking the whip on you. He was saying, Where, where, where's my pictures? Where's my pictures? he? He has an entire studio in his home. Right, right. So he—it's not like he's doing it on it. the kitchen table. 
Yeah, no, he was making use of the, the studio at, at home, you know. Because yeah. so. he didn't use it while he was, while he was doing Superman Unchained, he never used it. So he was like, no, no, I'll do my work with FDP. You know, yeah, and because he, then I could postpone the book. Mm. And anyway, so, well, I'll check this. Well, here's the thing. The SOS is out of play. Why? Why is it so important for the Fortress of Solitude to be out of play at this time? Well, you know, I keep going back and saying, Superman has never talked to Jor-El. Never. And okay, the fortress of... When, when, show when, me the panel. When he went to Krypton back in the day and he met his parents and all that. So I, mean, I mean, the, I mean, oh, you I mean, mean fortress. like the fortress. Yes. Well, I that's mean, the like, other thing. You know, We've never been told what is in the fortress other than the menagerie and the Phantom Zone. Well, there's nothing about all the knowledge of the known galaxies in there at all. Because, you know, quite frankly, New 52 Superman's stupid. <laughs> so you're sitting there going, why is not he like no more stuff, you know? But he doesn't. He's like, ooh, you know, excuse me, he's a Kryptonian. If he had all the Kryptonian history there and they were supposedly warlike people at some point, they would have war techniques and everything, so he wouldn't have to ask Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman, where do you want me in a battle against uh, God yes, and uh, yeah. uh Pre-Fifty-Two Superman, okay, he had he had learned and mastered a Kryptonian style of martial arts, which yep. when they say, Batman said when he equivalent or when he created it to, um, it was in a Batman Superman, Superman-Batman issue. Um, and so Batman said when he tried to match them, because you know Batman's all about checking how the stances are and everything, and he tries right. to match moves or predict moves, right? Right. And Batman, Batman is a master of like every form of Far Eastern, um, you know, Middle Before, Eastern, yeah, uh, uh, forms of martial arts, right? And he said yeah. it's a mixture of all the greatest forms that we have currently, it's like judo, it's, you know, um, right. Ten quite, it, it, it's really complicated, right? Right. He then, he then teaches this form to Lois Lane, yeah. who already that has was, a black belt. That's right? Parkism Rao, right? Yeah, it's, ugh, um, D-O-R-Q-U-A-A-S-M, because I used it in a, in a, effect one. Yeah. Parkism okay. Rao, and, and, and then in the, Silver Age or the Bronze Age, he taught her Clue Corps. Yes, that's Who's, the one. That, that, there's two different types, right? Right. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch uh, but, of stuff. And then there's Torquism Va, which is more like a meditation thing. And Right, right, right. And and that's the thing. Superman learned all this from the fortress knowledge, right? And in New 52, they, they had such a good... Um, you know, a good stance where they had Lara, who is a military leader. She is, um, in the New 52, like a major or a, or like a really high-ranking colonel or something. Mm-hmm. And so she would have also been well-versed in, um, you know, Kryptonian martial arts, like we've seen Zod in Man of Steel and Feyora especially. Um you know, her fighting skills would have been matched to, to Lara now because they, they do take a lot of 
their Man of Steel, um, because Man of Steel developed a really, really solid Krypton. I mean, they developed their own language for the thing. Right. Um, and because they developed such a, a, a well and a rich Krypton, um, the New 52 is sort of piggybacking off of that and they're using a lot of that, like they're bringing Fiora into it and, and Zod and, you know, Lara is like the military leader and we've seen in Man of Steel, she was a, a head of the house and everything when, when and she was a, like a, what's it, a council member when, when, when um, Jor-El died and stuff. So, um, Superman is very, very well-versed in Kryptonian history and um, Earth history and also the history of the known galaxies. Right. right? All the 20, whatever it is, how many other galaxies? 28, I never can remember. 28. There's more now. 28. There I think could be more now years. since we have. Now there could them. be more. Right. I think Marlon Brando said 28. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think my point is, is that that the they're new keeping 52, him super. The, okay, and now we can't call it the new fifty-two because you know they're changing on us. So like, like they're trying to be very clever. We can't call it the new fifty-two anymore. You know, like it's a bad word. Well, it is a bad word. After the reboot, so now we're gonna have to do post reboot. Post reboot, they basically post reboot, post reboot, pre reboot. They just complicated. Post reboot, they they basically they said, okay, he's just going to be a battle. Okay, so Clark has been on the Earth. He was a baby, and he lived with the Kents till he was like eighteen years old. You know, senior prom, whatever. You know, they died in one timeline, not necessarily all the timeline. So. He, we don't know when. He, I mean, he got his his Fortress of Solitude in the in the post reboot. I'm never going to say New Fifty Two again. We don't never ever have to say New Fifty Two again. We can say post reboot. Yeah, but I want to call it the post. I want to call it the Fifty Two New Fifty Two because then I know it's bad. Like if I tell oh, people, yeah, I know. But I tell people if I tell people, oh, are you talking pre or new fifty two? And they say, oh no, I never talk new fifty two. That thing right, shit, you right, know. Right. Like, yeah, that's like I'm swearing them, like I like but, I swore their mother, you know. Right, but in June you're gonna have to call it post reboot because they're they're, not, they're taking the new fifty two. But anyway, Clark's uh, fortress was that ship. Remember the Brainiac ship. Right. Right. So then, but we don't know how he got the fortress in the Arctic. No. The the, the sphere, uh, the spiky thing. Right. We don't know how that happened. Because he's got a five-year gap. Now, we mm. can assume, or maybe not. I mean, that's just it. They don't have to write this stuff. And this is how they can just throw crap on the wall and let it slide down and go, oh, there's a story. You know, they don't have to explain themselves. They keep telling, you know, there's no foundational history for Superman. There's nothing to bump up against, to 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 broaden the character and or anything. It's basically he battles because he wears a biological uniform from Krypton. He battles constantly. He gives up his, his Clark Kent existence. Uh 
and he, you know, he's dating Wonder Woman because that's important to the uh, precarious nature of the DC universe, really. So, so far we haven't seen the precarious nature of the DC universe, even though every single event that happens in any book, it's, oh, this could mean the end of the DC universe. We're like, go ahead, kill it, I don't care. So, so now, that what they've done is they've they've got currently in action, they had Clark in Smallville for months on end with this horror story, which it did end last time, didn't it? Last issue? Eventually. Eventually, yes. And it was the Phantom King who, who brought this all upon him. Now, we got an introduction to the Phantom no, King. No, no, no. No, you're confusing the two. Horrible oh, was, that's right. that was Superman Ultra Batman. Humanite. That's right, Ultra Humanite. Well, anyway, who, you know, who cares about the Ultra Humanite? Like, he's going to cause all that many problems later. You know, who cares? So, they keep him in Smallville. He doesn't have a fortress anymore because of Doomed, because his girlfriend blew it up, meaning yeah, Wonder but, Woman. Yeah, but now, yeah, they're now conveniently blaming it on Brainiac. Dude was in space. How did he blow up your yeah, it's Brainiac Solitude? Yeah, it's Brainiac's fault for shooting back at Wonder Woman using War World inside of the Phantom Zone. That's Brainiac's <laughs> yeah, fault. Like, 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 oh, like oh, no, you know, it's not. It's not you know, Brainiac's like, fault. <laughs> like Brainiac being attacked, hello, he's gonna fight back. Yeah, it, you know, it, just because she, I mean, you know, the weapon she chose was to go into the Phantom Zone within the Fortress of Solitude and use War World to attack Brainiac, yeah. and, and then they're gonna bring she Brainiac. Tell anyone? She doesn't no. tell anyone what Batman she's knows. Like, oh, yeah, she's just like, oh, you do your thing. What is her, What is it with them giving her this line? It's like. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You don't know what you are doing. Well, and it's just, I mean, especially with Johnson's stories, I mean, they've completely screwed him over with Trinity War. All the stuff we heard about Trinity War, oh, it's going to mean this, that, and the other. It didn't mean crap. All the, the, the what is it, the Society of Supervillains, that symbol, where the hell did that go? Well, when, 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 did that show, when did it show up again? It was what like the hell spawn. It was that skull thing, you know, that that was in the pages of Justice see, League after see, Justice I can't even remember this, this symbol because... It's it, like, it was a skull symbol, and I thought it was hell spawn because it looked very much like the hell spawn symbol that Jurgens had in Superman at the time. And I'm thinking, okay, so it's going to be like hell spawn's going to be the big bang, okay? And then... They completely dropped that. That just dropped off the face of the earth. David Graves dropped off the face of the earth. He's in prison somewhere helping the Suicide Squad to destroy the Justice League. But maybe not. And then the Earth 3 people show up. Oh, forever evil. Ooh, 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 you know. And it's like, so that was the Trinity War, Earth 3, or our art. And now they're all in prison, but we haven't seen Heidner hair of them either. I mean, and now we have the Amazovirus that Lex invented, you know, and uh, made all these human, meta, made them all metahuman. So it's like, okay, so I don't understand. You've got books that failed. Here's the other thing. When they did the reboot, Wildstorm had, you know, oh, Wildstorm has to have books. 
So, okay, because they were bringing, supposedly bringing together Wildstorm, DC, and Vertigo, right? Vertigo mm. was like, we were never supposed to be part of this. It was never supposed to be part of, you know, continuity or whatever. Wildstorm, you know, they wanted Jim Lee, one of his books in there, because those are his characters, la, la, la. The only one not to get a book, a pro- only character of prominence not to get a book was Mr. Majestic, and so he put a majestic collar on Superman. Okay, all the Wildstorm books failed. Even some of the Wildstorm books they try to bring back in the middle, like Team 7 and all that crap, it failed. Mm. So nobody wants to read freaking Wildstorm, okay? I mean, let's just yes. face it. Um, I, um, somebody posted this picture um, of Flashpoint, and Flashpoint, um, when the Flash is running through all the timelines and he's, you know, taking them to the New 52 timeline, um, and they had a picture of the Justice League, and I was laughing so hard the other day because Grifto was front and center in the yeah. Justice League. Yeah, that was in the back of um, the, the last issue of Flashpoint. That was in the back, last page. That yeah, exactly. Last page. It was just, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the Grifter's going to be in the Justice League. I go, not happening. And one of my son's friends who actually ordered comics for the for a comic book store until he got fed up with them, um, he pulled out this old Grifter comic and came over to me and he says, hey, here's the future of the DC Universe. <laughs> And I went, get that crap away from me. I'm like, no. I mean, they had to resurrect Grifter in Future's End. You know, and all the 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 first couple of issues was nothing but his um, violence porn. You know, mm-hmm. that's all it was. And so, you know... Wildstorm's not, they didn't buy Wildstorm because of the freaking characters. Okay, let's just make that perfectly clear. They bought Wildstorm for Jim Lee's art, him as an artist, Alan Moore, who was under ABC, who was in, whose ABC Comics was under Wildstorm. And Jim Lee said, oh, you have to worry about anything. And then he sold the company to DC, because Alan Moore wasn't going to work for him. And the colorist. So now he's and got, well, he's an artist. So and his but his wife's a colorist. Mhm. So so you've got so then they made Jim Lee co-publisher. Okay. Have you read anything that he's written? Uh, and, no. and the other question is, did he finish it on time? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim he, Lee. And he does not, I mean, he created Mr. Majestic because he thought that Superman should be able to use his powers to their fullest extent, meaning kill people. So he created this world of demons. That's what Mr. Majestic is about, demons and stuff. That's what Grifter does. He goes and tries to find the demonites. Right? Mm-hmm. Within people. That was his old... You know, and he uses a gun, but he wears a handkerchief. So apparently that's a mask. But then he does have a code name. So that makes him a super... This crap. So the other thing that kind of peeves me is that Brett Booth really... How many years ago has it been? At least two years. Two years ago, 
said, well, Jimmy Olsen's going to be Superman's humanity. And from what we saw in 38, they haven't let go of that idea. Mm-mm. Definitely not. I, You know, I keep saying, I think their timeline was delayed by at least a year. At least. So we're still seeing, yeah, at least a year. And so we're still seeing the old shit bomb that they had put off, you know, and they said, this is what Superman's going to be. Right. Right. I'm not so sure. I'm not putting any cards on the table that we're going to see any changes after Convergence. Yeah, because right now. Unless yeah, because unless it's next if, week or so. Unless next week they surprise me. I'm hoping, God, please, that they do. They surprise me with the solicits and they say something, you know, but we know they change solicits like they change their socks. So, well, yeah. um, you know, um, unless they do something like that, I'm not going to be very hopeful for after convergence. And the thing is, they should be changing something after convergence. Because if you read the people, random people, I don't know these people, they come into my Twitter feed, right? Because I will use a hashtag like Superman. And they will be like, oh, I'm not buying this book. I'm not buying Superman New 52 after June. I'm buying uh, Convergence 1 and 2 Superman Action 1 and 2. And, you know, maybe the main convergence story to see what's going on. But after that, if DC don't change anything, and especially if they get rid of the pre-52 universe, I'm not going to even touch them. And they said, I will take my money and I will go to Marvel. I will be getting more for my buck because Marvel's got the Secret War stuff or whatever's coming out, you know, to coincide with uh, the Avengers that's going to be coming out and stuff. You know, they got their whole summer planned out. And the thing is, I'm like, yeah, neither am I. I I can honestly say I will not be buying unless they show me something. And I mean by show, I mean on the panel, in the page. You know, if they get rid of the foreman, if they say, I do not mind Superman, Wonder Woman as a team book. I do not mind that, right? You can have it as a Batman Superman type book, right? But if they say this is the end, the romance is done, maybe then I will go and look. But if they're going to have Superman running around with Jim Olsen, oh, yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, okay, and no, here's the you. other thing. You know, Superman went out of his way to have Parasite suck out, supposedly, her memory of him being Superman because she had this these psionic powers. So then he turned around. So, oh, Lois must never know my secret. Ooh, that would be bad. And the next thing you know, he's just bald-faced telling it. Jimmy Olsen in the, what, the, the lounge of the Daily Planet? I think it's one of their apartments or whatever. But it, it would be funny if it was in the lounge of the Daily Planet. Uh, then everybody's in on the secret except Lois Lane because she'll probably be not in the same room. Yeah, um, it would be funny if it was in the lounge of the Daily Planet, but um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, it, um, but I don't think so. I think it was in uh, Clark's apartment, 
because he opens the fridge. Jimmy opens the fridge and he says, oh, right, nothing but watch and stuff. So, and he's moving back in with Clark, I think, because he gave all his money away. Yeah. So, oh, oh so more time, more, more time for them to play video games. More them to be dude bros. That's what DC Girls are stands icky. for these days. Girls are yeah. relationships are icky. And then in the New Fifty Two, you know, post reboot era, girls are icky. Relationships are icky. Love is icky. Let's chop off Alfred's hand. Let's cut off Joker's face. Let's mm. do all those really nasty things. But, oh, God, let's not let people be in love or have a full life. Let's just give them, you know, the the surface scum of a character. Nothing, it's like, okay, they don't realize what, a cake. Let's take a cake, for instance. You can eat cake without icing, right? Yeah, it won't be tasty. Well, I mean, some cakes are, I mean, like, okay, like pumpkin bread. That's almost like a cake, and it's tasty, and, you know, you don't have to have some on top of it, right? Okay, like banana bread, okay. Yeah, or something like that. So you have a basic cake, and it's it's delicious, right? And And everybody likes the cake, okay? And then you can put an icing on it, okay? But mm-hmm. you can't, but you can't have icing without cake. <laughs> No, you will be very sick if you have ice right. without. So cake. basically, the and that's what we are. That's what yeah. we are today. We're sick. Well, yeah, and the new fifty-two is basically like here's icing. We'll wear the freaking cake. Oh well, there's a five-year gap, and you know we're we're not going to do that because you know people have walked off the books and stuff. Yeah, because they wanted to make a cake. They didn't want freaking icing. They actually wanted to involve the characters in a full life. No one can relate right. to a guy who's in a Kryptonian armor suit who battles day and night and has a super girlfriend. They can't relate to him. Right. And that was the great thing about Superman. They could relate to him because sometimes he was in a suit and a cape. And sometimes he was in a business suit writing journal, or, you know, being a journalist. And they could relate to that. And he he adored Lois Lane. And people were like, guys are like, yeah, you know, I really like this girl, and I just don't know how to approach her and everything. And, and you know, and what if she turns me down? You know, but Clark was like, he was persistent. He's persistent. And, you know, he he wooed her as in both personas. Right. Yeah. But we get nothing like that now. Now we get told they're best friends. We don't get to see it. Mm-mm. We, you know, Jimmy is now his dude, bro, and he knows the secret. What is that going to do for Superman or Clark? That's my big question. What will that do for the character? Right, because the reason why he always tells, um, okay, you know, Cal L apparently, uh let on the secret to Perry White, right? Or whoever that guy was called, George something. Um, George Taylor. Yeah, no, more more or less Perry White, right? Let's just go with Perry White because everybody knows who he is. 
And the thing is, he told him the secret because of his life experiences, right? And so that he could get away from being a reporter and go and do the Superman thing. When did he right? tell him? That, um, it's in some. It's in the back of one of the books. You know, they used to do the Earth to uh, crossovers. Where they used to do like, um, it's it's a. It's really a forgettable story. But in I think, 52? No, 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 no. Okay. This is Kello. This is, this is way back, Golden Age stuff. Right? Okay, Golden Age stuff. Right, Golden Age okay. stuff, way, way back, before either of us was born. Um, and so he <laughs> tells him, he tells him before, because he had life experiences. And you must remember that the Kents weren't created till a year after. Right, right, right. right. And so he didn't have a parental figure to go to right. to get life experiences. Now, this was all in the strips, right? And he would go... Oh, it's and in the comic strips, not in the comic books. Not in the comic book. This is in the comic strips, right? He went to okay. George Taylor and he's like, yo, I, I need this job, but I'm also going to be a reporter for you. I'm going to re- be reporting on the corruption that I'm going to be stopping, but I'm also the like Superman dude, right? And... um. Okay, he didn't say it in this language, people. I'm just, like, trying to make it explainable. And the reason why he told George Taylor was because George Taylor had, or the Perry White of that day, was because he had life experience. He could help Superman, right? Right. Jimmy has nothing. Jimmy? Jimmy, in today's world, he has never experienced poverty. He's never experienced... I mean, Jimmy Olsen, back in the day, uh, post-zero hour, he was on the streets. He was living in his car. He got his car impounded. From there, right. he was, he, you know, he was, uh, he was given... He was living literally on the streets. And right. then during Thanksgiving, uh, Bibbo picks him up, and he says, come work for me in the bar, and I'll give you a job. I'll give you some money. And you help me out with the soup kitchen that I'm running. Right. Right. Because Bibo had won, like, I think the lottery or something. And he got. Yes, he did. He won the lottery, right? Yeah, and he and bought so the Ace of Clubs. Right. And he bought the Ace of Clubs. But he doesn't tell Jimmy, I'm going to give you money. He says, you come work for me. I'll give you a place to stay because there's the upstairs that, that you know, has a room. You can have it rent free. Right, but you are going to come and work for me. You're going to run the soup kitchen, and I'm going to get you off the street. That's what he told that Jimmy Olsen. You can take and you can tell him the Superman secret because he has some. He's lived this Jimmy Olsen of today's world. He doesn't work. He sits around playing video games. He knows absolutely nothing about what's going on in the world. He has to ask Lois. You know, he has to ask Lois because he's so clueless. So, mm-hmm. no offense to Jimmy Olsen as a character, but he is not the one who is going to help Superman. And you have to see who is going to be a character who can support Superman, who can carry the burden of the secret, who can, you know, I, if Jimmy Olsen was beaten up, I think he'd give the secret away, to be quite honest. Well, okay, so what's he going to protect Clark's secret from? Lois? Is that his? That's the whole deal. Lois can't know. But I don't know. Jimmy it, can't. Is 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 Jimmy 
You know, what I am fearing the most is that Jimmy and Clock are going to be running around like Silver Age and making fun of Lois not being able to figure it out. Oh, because God. that would be funny. And, uh, you know, and I not can just funny. see DC do, and I can just see DC doing something like this. The dudes laughing at the girl, you know. And the thing for me is, what is Jimmy going to offer Clark? Clark says he needs someone to talk to. Right? Right. It would have made more sense. It would have made, honestly, I would have accepted this so much more if they right. made Clark tell Perry White. Right. In, that makes more sense. In Jeff, because of his life because, experience and, yeah. A, because of the life experiences. B, because of how Jeff Johns built up that father-son relationship with Perry yeah. White and, and Clark. In that few right. comics that he did, you know, he built that up. You know, uh, Perry was telling him, well, I'll give you this information if you come back to the Daily Planet and stuff. It would have made more sense and I would have accepted it more and I would have totally not, we would have not been having this conversation if it was Perry White. Right. Because Perry White makes sense, Jimmy Olsen doesn't. And that's the whole point of the New 52 is that they want something new, right? But Sometimes new doesn't mean better. It's just new icing. It's not. No, there's no new cake. There's no cake. Exactly. Period. Exactly. You know, new doesn't mean upgraded, better. It's going to be the best thing ever. Okay. So DC need to get that that thing out of their head, and they need to they need to think more story less splash pages. They need to think what is going to make sense. in the, and, I, and I really do hope that, you know, what Dan DiDio said in the press conference that it's going to be more story-orientated, less, um, you know, uh, they, they're more not going to be... More character-oriented, didn't he? What he said? Didn't he say it was more character? More character, that's, that's what... Yeah. I hope that it's more character-centered because character-centered means developing a character, developing a story. Right. And, you know, it, it's just like everybody who reads The New 52 is just sitting there scratching their head thinking, what is going on here? Right. Because it's, it's you know, I know we say that we love a good mystery, but this is ridiculous. This is nonsense, okay? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know what Jeff would have done if he had another arc, but let's be honest, and you even called it, Jeff Johnson's not going to stick around on Superman forever because he's doing all this other television crap, and now he's got umpteen shows going on. He's got to be doing work on that. It's, they're probably lucky he's still doing Justice League. Yeah, you okay. know what? I, I, um, I, I said this. You can go back and you can listen to our last week's show. I said it. And the uh, previous one, not the one that we skipped, um, I said, I think he's not interested in Superman. And now I know why. It's because he was shackled as well. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, I said, if you look at his Twitter feed, if he's really passionate about something, um, a few days ago we got the Supergirl suit reveal for the new show. And I could Um, care less. Uh, listen, listen, 
Um, uh, I like Supergirl. I like the suit. Um, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's Man of Steel. Oh, DC forgot where all the color is in the world, you know. Like, ugh. People, go find a light somewhere, okay? The thing, the the photoshopped image is not going to look like that on screen, okay? And, so, yeah, anyway, that's all I have to say. I like the Supergirl suit. It's traditional. It's classic. She's got the skirt. Yay. Um... But, you know, he tweeted that. He retweeted a whole bunch of stuff because he's passionate about that, okay? He right. developed that. Superman's coming out. He did an interview with CBR, one of the bigger, um, you know, comic book sites. Did he retweet it? No. He didn't even acknowledge <laughs> it. Okay, he didn't even acknowledge, oh, yo, I did it. And it was boring, fair enough. But if he does a Justice League interview with right. Newsarama, or if he does it with whoever, you know, he can do it with a blog site or Reddit or whatever, he will retweet the heck out of that thing. And I said it, I called it from the third issue. I said the first issue, he was all gun ho You know, he, he was like tweeting. He's like, oh, there's no Superman without Lois Lane. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do I'm going to bring back the team. I'm going to bring back Crockett. And second issue, he was a bit quiet. Third issue, nothing. We got no pictures. We got nothing. We got from that third issue on, I knew he was more interested. I just didn't want to say it, you know, but then I, I got fed up and I said, I'm calling him out. You know, he, he's more interested in his TV shows. And why is he more interested in TV shows? Because they give him the respect. They give him that he knows about these characters um, and he can develop these characters. I don't think he was getting that respect with Superman. Oh, I no. Think that honestly, no, no, they shut him down like they shut everybody else down. Exactly. And I think that um, the reason why they did that is because, um, you know, they don't want to give Superman a full life. And he's not going to stick around for that. He's no. not going to say, he, you know, yes, I wanted him to fight for us, for Superman, for all the fans. But he's not going to stick around. No. No. And, you know, I've, I've been looking at this new guy, his tweets, his all like, you know, uh, Greg Tackle tweets. We've got big plans for the Superman family. Yeah, yeah. Big Did you say it was going to be a, fun? A, A, there's no Superman family anymore. There's no Superboy, there's no Supergirl. So there's only Superman. Yeah. Um, so you can't call it a Superman family because that doesn't exist. Um. Unless they're all going to be in his books. Uh, what a crowded book. Um, so it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't have to put the Daily Planet stuff in there. I mean, they could have Jimmy, you know. I don't know what Jimmy's going to do now since he ain't got no money. He can't play Clark's rent for him, and he can't take, really take a picture of Superman. He just gets a blur. Well, unless Clark poses for him in his apartment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where'd you take this picture, Jimmy? Uh... Why does it say Smallville oh. High? Classes. <laughs> yeah, why who, Why is there Smallville Crows poster in the back, you know? Yeah. Uh. They basically <laughs> chose John for his name. 
to get the, the numbers up. Because you exactly. Know, they, yeah. they chose John purely on the name and name alone. And it did its job for a little while, but it's going to tank eventually. because well, the story wasn't even holding the numbers either. I mean, he basically come out. Most of the time, all he talked about was Ulysses. Ulysses' parents got more panels than Lois Lane. Then, then Perry White and Lois Lane combined. Ulysses' parents got more panels than Jimmy Olsen, and Jimmy Olsen gets to know the secrets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes so much sense, Jeff Johns. What were you high? Well, I think did I don't some, think that did it, someone ripped the pages from you and and rewrite them. They're like, no, you can't tell. Well, you can't tell. Lois. Well, that's Jimmy just it. it. Okay. So now he's left the book. So anything that he was actually going to do with Jimmy knowing the secret is passed on to somebody else, or maybe not. I don't know. Are they just going to? That'll be it. But or are they going to make Jimmy a red, Star Trek red shirt and he's going to die? Oh, too bad, so sad. Um, you know, if I um the other day we was uh, in the interview, he says, "Well, Superman needed an Alfred." And so I made an Jimmy Alfred. an Alfred. And I'm like, no, that's what we ch- are trying to say. Perry White would make him an Alfred because yeah. he has, we're not talking about old, we're talking about life experiences, we're talking about knowledge, we're talking about some kind of street smarts and that sort of thing. Right. You know, because if if you do equate it, if you do equate it, Alfred is like a Perry White to Superman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Barry White is like an Alfred Smith, not the other way around. Um, and so it would make more sense if you chose Perry White, but Jimmy Olsen being Alfred, no, no. Yeah, I mean, no. And so, and so, if you haven't read, Jimmy's not even a Robin. Issue, yeah, Jimmy's not even a Robin. Okay, Jimmy's the kid sweeping the street outside. You know, Wayne Manor. Um, and so if you haven't read this past issue of Batman, uh, they cut Alfred's arm off. So arm or his hand? Oh, I keep getting it confused. I'm so sorry. By the wrist. By the wrist, people. Okay. He um, cut his hand off at yeah, the wrist. Luke Skywalker style. Yeah. Okay. Right. And well, that's um, so they can make everybody a Borg. And everybody will be accepting of it. And just take the chip and don't ask questions. Because they'll give him a mechanical hand. Or they'll just give him a stumpy or a hook. Give Alfred a hook. No, they'll um, give him a mechanical hand so everybody gets comfortable with that. You know, and they'll want everybody to be the Borg. In real life, they'll say, oh, well, you just need this chip. You don't need to be carrying around all these cards and stuff. Right, right, right. And that could tie into future's end. So you are five years in the future. Right. Um, where everybody's a buggy buggy. Yeah. And anyway, so, you know, (laughs) um, Holly asked me on Twitter, so are they going (laughs) to chop off Jimmy's hand? I'm like, they could chop Jimmy up into pieces, and I would be like, oh, okay. Look, Paige. (laughs) They could chop his head off and replace it with Joker's. There you go. Yeah, they could they could they could do whatever they want to Jimmy. It could be horrific, it could be I'm not going to care. And you know what? I can guarantee you a lot of people are not going to care because the biggest complaint about this book that came out this man 
um, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty eight. Was it thirty eight? Oh, thirty nine. Yeah. Because they're not releasing it in order, I'm just I know. Thinking. It's 38 is when he told him. 38 out. is, yeah. Right. 39 is coming out this way. Okay. Yeah. So, 38, the biggest complaint about the book, and this is even on the DC website on their blog, people say Jimmy Olsen that came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. It was light switched. Now, did Ramita want that? Um,. I have no idea. Because I'm thinking, okay, so we basically we've got a Wildstorm co-pub, a Wildstorm Marvel editor-in-chief, and now we got a Marvel artist on Superman. Where's the DC? Right, and um, the new writer is from Vertigo? No. Where's he from? He's done his own in- indie stuff. Oh, so he hasn't even written. Okay, so is it another message? Oh, yeah. It's one of those deals. You know, it could be that. Yeah. See, Batman, or excuse me, Wonder Woman and Superman get newbies. Right. Batman gets their star writer on on the stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they've signed on. Wait for this. Wait for this. They've signed on to issue 50. Who? Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. That doesn't surprise me. They're making money. No, it doesn't surprise me that they're making money, but Batman, why does he have his stability? And Superman is getting like, oh, here's a writer, here's a writer, here's a writer. It's like a, you know, like a, like a fish sale for Superman. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, have you ever been to a fish market? It's like that. A complete and utter mess. Okay, nobody knows what's going on there. Not even the fish. The people selling the fish, they don't even know what's going on. They're just like, you, you buying the fish. Okay, take it, go. You know, so, and, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, basically, Superman is lost. He's lost, Mm -hmm. totally lost. Exactly. They won't won't let Greg Pak use Lois Lane in action comics. They won't let, you know, the fortress is gone. You know, Jimmy now knows the secret. Clark still has a beard in action, but he doesn't in Superman. He's still dating Wonder Woman, supposedly. (laughs) And how is that affecting anything anywhere? Except in Justice League, where this all mayhem started... They don't seem to be dating each other. She seems to be more into Steve Trevor or flirting with Captain Cold and him flirting back. Right, so, right. So what's I mean, the dealio? Are they going to end that relationship and give us some kind of demarcation that, oh, well, they're moving on, okay? Instead of this wallowing in, you know, it's like they're treading water. They've treaded water for three years. You know, and they're in a a swimming race. Are you still there? Yeah, no, I'm still here. I'm just, I was just reading up on this Jean uh, Lu Yang, who's the new um, writer for for Superman. And 
the only thing I've read of his is the Avatar comic. Okay. Um, which is the legend um, Avatar, The Last Airbender with Aang, if you've watched it on Nickelodeon. And, um, yeah, that's all he's really written. And then he's written his own stuff called The Shadow Hero. But he's, like, written, like... I I think he's very talented, and I I like the perspective that he may bring to Superman. But if he's listen, not going to be beat up against Lee and Harris, come on, let's get real. No, yeah, exactly. Listen, um, Aang, the, the, the last airbender, is a lot like Superman. Okay. Right? A lot of people have made comparisons. He's the last of his kind. He's the only hope for this dying world. He's a very fun-loving person who loves life. Gee, I wonder who that sounds like. Um, he's extremely talented with his powers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, he is a lot like Superman, which is why I enjoyed um, Avatar so much, because when you look at it from that perspective, it's like drawing a lot of similarities, right? So he wrote Aang very true to the, to the uh, TV series. So if he does write Superman a lot happier, jollier, I I would be happy with that, that, you know, give Superman some sort of life, right? Well, him and Jimmy are going to be picking up chicks. I, not that kind of life. <laughs> what else are we going to play like, video games and pick up chicks, and Jimmy's going to go, I'll just yell for you, okay? I don't need to watch. Yeah, you know, is he going to listen to Jimmy's heartbeat? Yeah. Anyway. Meanwhile, um, Lois back is kicked to the curb again. Exactly. You know, people have been, you know, people, whenever people tell me, oh, well, if they include Lois in the narrative, if they told Lois the secret, then Superman would just have to be saving her all the time. And I'm like, well, what do you think she's been doing for the last four years? She's been fending for herself. Go read Lois Lane, the one shot. Okay. She took care of herself. She didn't need Superman. Right. And so, um, listen, I'm going to give, I'm going to give, um, Yang a chance because I gave Greg Pack a chance. Yeah. And the thing is, because I cannot, I can only judge him on what work he presents for Superman. So, by August next year, or this year, not August next year, this year, um, August, you know, August, if he doesn't give us, like, two issues should be, okay, maybe give him three issues. I'll give him three issues. September. But August would be his third issue. Right, June, July, August. So I would decide in December, uh, in September. Oh, my, my, I cannot talk today. (laughs) All over the place. Alfred, I've got kind of, I'm going to give this guy till next year August. <laughs> I'm not drunk, just so that you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. so by September, we can probably gauge where he's going. Right. Uh, because September is generally DC's whatever month, to, month to, yeah. To do, yeah, to do whatever, you It'd know. It'd probably be even more villains month. <laughs> I can I do I have oh the heroes will turn into villains. Dun, there dun, they dun. are. <laughs> what do you mean turn into? They already are. 
Lord Kent wants yeah. to have, you know, Parasite use Lois Lane's energy to suck that memory out of her because God forbid Lois would know the secret. But by gosh, Jimmy gets to know it. Yeah, you know, I hope they really explain that or that they don't leave it just like, oh, Lobdell did it so it's all buried. <laughs> because he better apologize to Lois for that. Yeah. And, um, but yeah. Anyway, we completely got off track then. Um, well, here's the thing. You know, John's is just leaving us, period. And he's left exactly. the character. And he's left the character in a really bad place. Mm-hmm, you know, because all this, Superman all this has stuff that he's done, it's like been prelude. And we're like, okay, so is he going to hurry it up? Because, you know, he could have done this in like three panels. But no, we got a whole book on this. And we're like, no, it was like the stupid action horrorville thing. It was like it drawn out forever. And it's like, dude, you could have done this in three issues. So basically he left us with a prelude, and then he, and he's gone. So the other guy's not going to write his story, you know? Right. And so he basically left the fan, Superman fans in the lurch, and he left the character in the lurch. By Jimmy knowing the secret. What's that going to do? Uh, yeah, I just don't understand. Yeah, you know, it, we both don't understand this. It's just like, what is going on here? Because this is nonsense. Honest to God, this is, this is, this is probably the worst thing I've seen happen to Superman. And, you know, people walk up and tell me, oh, Man of Steel is worse. I'm like, no. Go watch Man of Steel again. Go and watch Man of Steel again. Because generally these people have only watched Man of Steel once. And they just see snap, neck, crack. You know. Um, And I'm like, no. The New 52 has taken this character and it has killed him. It has taken away his soul, his heart, his purpose. And he is just a dude wearing the S shield and he yeah. doesn't deserve to wear it. And it's a dude we don't know. It's it's a dude we don't know. It's a dude we don't want to know because he's so... I mean, you know, the fact that we would call Superman a villain should show you how much we despise New 50. I mean, there have been glimmers of hope, um, you know... Yeah, but those are few and far between. Exactly. It's it's we get one issue with hope and then ten without it. So Yeah. It's you know it's sad. It's it's really sad and it's for us I think as fans frustrating. Yeah. Well, I okay. So what I've been doing probably the last week five days to a week. Um I've been reading stories about Big, heroic guys, strong, physically strong males who have mad combat skills, and they're in love with a woman who is independent, who always has a per- person to get into trouble, which they have to help try to get him out of. But at the same time, they learn about a lot about them, each other and themselves while they're going through this relationship. And it's like um, it can be anywhere from four to six hundred pages, right, per book. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of sometimes they even talk about Superman. And today I read Kryptonite, oh, and I'm sitting there going, you know, he says, well, the hero says, I'm not Superman. I go, that's okay. The new 52 guy isn't either. <laughs> so, but these guys are more Superman than Superman. This is more right. like Superman mythology than than what the new 52 has. And that's what was so appealing about Superman is that he had these extraordinary powers, but he wanted to be human. He wanted to fit in. Right. Well, look still at, be himself. Look at the Greek gods. Look at the Greek gods, for example. Right. Right. Zeus continuously left Hera to go down to Earth to be human. Right. He would make demigods with mere mortal women. Okay. Did he change into a goose or a swan or something one time? Oh, he, he yeah, he changed. Freaky. He used to, he used to change into an eagle as well, and spy on people, and oh, you know, you look at mythology, old. I'm talking about ancient mythologies like Hinduism, Buddhism, and all that. You look at all these gods in fictional mythology, and they always are attracted to <gasps> mere mortal women, you know. They're always attracted to these funky women. And if you look at, you know, I was looking at, um, I can't remember what I was watching now. I don't know, some movie I was watching. And they made a kryptonite reference. Right. Right. And then they made a uh, Superman and Lois Lane reference. And that's when I uh, stopped and I was really lo- watching this movie. Um, because I can't even remember its name. So that's how interested I was in this movie. Um, and, you know, the girl says, well, why should I be Lois Lane? And the guy says, because Lois Lane's actually very cool. She's not just a damsel in distress. Right. She's a damsel. I think he calls her a damsel in danger or something, like something really snappy and cool. And And she's like, so that's what you think of me? He says, I think you're the coolest. So... Um, this is pop culture references, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys act more like Superman. Yeah. Because they relentlessly pursue this girl that they really, really like. And, you know, she's always got Lois Lane's characteristics. Fearless, brave, smart, you know, um, and just Lois Lane is just wonderful. <laughs> Well, it, 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 I guess my point is, it's okay, you got this guy who's physically strong, guys, more than one guy, but it's the same archetype. Physically strong with mad combat skills, uh, strategic, you know, uh, philosophy about life and that kind of thing. But yet, they are capable of love. And they, mm-hmm. and they don't shun it. It's just that, and they can't, okay? It's... You know, it's a need for them as well. But there's always the one per- person, or female in this case, that is the one. And they know she's the one. And sometimes they can't admit to themselves that they're in love, but eventually they do because, you know, the type of book it is. But the women are independent. They're smart. They're savvy. 
they get into trouble, but it's because they're trying to right wrongs as well, okay? And um, and so I like that story. I'm not getting that in Superman comics at all in the New 52. No, it's not happening. I mean, part of being Superman was his pursuit of Lois Lane and being Clark Kent. Okay, Good. it's Lois Lane he saved in action number one. Right. It's Lois Lane he asked out for a date in action number one. That's not, you know, and she shows up in action number two. And, you know, it's not, okay, she's not in every comic, true, but her presence is always there. I mean, even when the new 52 started, we're like, no, Lois is always there. Because this, she is part of the story just as much as everybody else. Mhm. So you can't deny her presence. Well, they keep trying to deny her presence, and basically, what the what they've done? They've kicked her to the curb. First, they try to take her reporting aspect from her and make her a producer. Well, then that when everybody griped about that, well, then well, okay, we'll make her a reporter, but we're going to make quit Clark quit the Daily Planet. And you didn't get to see Clark and Lois working together because of the five-year gap. Mm-hmm. Now, they're basically handing Jimmy on a silver platter the, the secret. Where Lois was, oh, well, that would be horrible if Lois knew the secret. And contrary to you know what George Perez told us when he wrote Superman, New 52, 1 through 6, he said Lois knew from the beginning. And you can tell. Yeah, because she screams his name when he's in the Superman suit, and she's like, Clark, okay? I'm not going to scream it up because I don't want to wake people up in the room, in the house. But she's like, Clark, you know? And it's this huge panel where he's covered in bugs again. Oh, yeah. And uh, listen, the New 52 has a bug fetish, okay? They do. I'm like... They're all about the bugs. Know, they all about the bugs. Bugs are in Wonder Woman's hair as well. Anyway, and so when I came into it, I you know I bought Superman one, two, three, up until I think twelve, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I was like, oh, so this is like different, you know? And then I watched Man of Steel, and I was like, so are they doing this where you know Lois Lane figured out the secret? Right. Then we get hit with. Uh, you know, like this, I call it the the New 52 wall where they say, boom, no, we're not, we're not exploring that road anymore. We're going down this path. And they don't know where they're going. No, they don't. And and they just take this, the secret that she knew. I mean, it's in there, it's in the panels. She saw him in the Smallville uh, cemetery looking knows. over. Yeah, and she's like, oh, okay. You know, and then she calls out for Clark, and then she's like, "Clark, you're killing the you, when when he was beating up, um, you know, well, he was. Oh Well, not not him per se, right? But when Kara was being beaten up, mm-hmm. right, and he was like mind whammed again. Um, yeah, she, she's like Superman, you're killing her, and you know, it's Lois's voice. That breaks through. When Psycho Pirate was attacking him mentally, it's Lois's voice that breaks through. Right, right. 
when when Brainiac is attacking the world, you know, and he's in everybody's mind, it's Lois's voice. When Superman is doomified and nobody, not even his girlfriend, with her lasso of truth, can get through to him, it's Lois that breaks through. And she tells him no. And he says, I believe in you. And she re-educates that in the, in the action annual number three. And she says, I believe in you. Who does Wonder Woman believe in? Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. I believe you, Jack. Yeah, well, and you know, I hate, I hate to make it a Wonder Woman versus Lois main thing. Because that's not what I'm doing. I'm just showing the differences between the who he belongs with and who he doesn't. Okay. And quite frankly, DC, you've had your fun. You've played with the toys. You've seen this relationship. It stinks. Okay. Give us well, back what we want. Well, here's the thing. They're even allowing these writers to play with all the toys. Okay. They won't let let him play with the DP because that would mean Lois would be involved. They wouldn't let him put pl- Now, Pat can't write Lois in action, so there's a Lois toy they can't play with. But, oh, it's okay for him to tell Jimmy the secret. We're going, uh, what will this do for anything? I guess my point with me reading these books, they I can get these books, it's like the Kindle version, the electronic version, for like $5. They're like four to 600 pages. It's, Always, you know, the physically strong guy with mad combat skills who's in love with a independent woman, smart, savvy. Okay, I can get that in in the, the series. The problem is they don't write all that many books in a year. You know, this this <laughs> woman does. I mean, she writes like two to three. And she does them in the right. series. She, beats, she builds entire communities. So, like... You know, just because you left one book doesn't mean you leave those characters. They come in and they, you know, they float. And it's like, you know, it's really cool. So I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm like, why am I wasting my time with comics? They're not giving me what I want. And one of the things about the Superman story was, and, you know, as hellish it was for Lois in the Silver Age, it's always the whole push and pull of Lois communicating with Superman or Clark Kent. And that relation, those relationships, or which is really a singular relationship, because he's one in the same. But they've taken the dual mm-hmm. identity away. They've taken the triangle for two away. And now they're giving us this fakey GMO budster relationship with Jimmy. And it's like, why? I mean, what can you do with a Clark and Jimmy? And is it going to be Abbott and Costello? What? I mean... I don't understand what Jimmy can do for the character. Jimmy had his place in, in you know, in Earth Two. Now he's a, he's uh, he's connected to a mother box. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are they going to do in Superman book? Are they going to continue that relationship? And you know, he gonna is he gonna like? Oh, well, I, I'm sure if Jimmy got psionic powers. You know, Clark's not going to do any. He's going to have you know, parasites suck his brains out or anything. You know, because he already knows the secret. And you know, and apparently it's not a crime for Lo- for Jimmy to know the secret, but it's a damn crime for Lois Lane to know the secret. Yep. So it's a bad time. It's just a bad time to be a Lois Lane fan. 
Well, it's a bad time to even be female in the, in the DC universe. You know, all this stuff. Well, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. You know, and so they better be. June better be like we better be getting some major functional things. I mean, they have to. Okay, they have to change something. They had a name on Superman. They had Jeff Johns. Yeah, that raised issues up a few. You know, up pretty well. It was like number three, I think, at one point of the DC books. But then it fell, and it's falling still because, you know, it's it was about Ulysses. Who cares about Ulysses? Tell them to go away. So <laughs> so what are they going to do? They're bringing it, this guy who wrote, like, one or two comics, right? He wrote one series. Did he write an entire series or just? He, he wrote an entire series for Avatar, which is about um, six books, and then he wrote... Two of his own books, so eight books, okay. ten books maximum. Okay, so so then they bring in this guy. Okay, is that going to up numbers? They have to do something foundational for Superman in this new post-convergence thing or post-Dark Side War, if they're going to put it off till then. They have to do something majorly functional, foundational for Superman, or those numbers aren't going to come up. Right. Now, if I if I can sit here because I've been looking at numbers since the new fifty two. Well, even before that, with World of New Krypton, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" They have to do something. They can't reboot the entire universe. They rebooted the entire universe for Superman, right? And they really hard re- rebooted him. Batman got a slide. Okay, he didn't get Batman, rebooted. Batman really the uh, the only thing that happened was he de-aged by five years. Right, and That's he did it. all this stuff in five years. He had five Robins. Yeah, in whatever. five years, in five years, he magically got Talia pregnant, had a son. Um, he then had Dick Grayson. He then had Dick Grayson as his Robin. Uh, Dick mm-hmm. quit, became Nightwing, left the the Batcave. He then had Jason Todd um, as his Robin. Jason Todd then got killed um, by the Joker. Um, he then had Tim Drake as <laughs> and then and the list um, goes on and on. And, and, you know. and then yeah, I, I mean, what are you crazy, DC? Are you crazy? And then they say, oh no, it, it happened before, and and we're like, what before? There's no before, right? There's, yeah. there's zero year, which which yeah. Scott Snyder just did, and in zero year, Bruce Wayne is not Batman until the end. Right. Okay. So in oh, so he? from he, uh, he's like I don't know thirty twenty eight somewhere there, right? Jeez, and so, easy. Right. So how and is he from, old is he in the other books? And so now he's now he's thirty five, thirty. So he's like aged five years, right? Supposedly Clark's only twenty seven, maybe thirty max. So he's oh jeez. Right. So. So this is so this is the the timeline, right? Zero year, he's not Batman. He becomes Batman at the end because Riddler has, um, you know, taken the city over, right? Mm. And then in year one, magically, I don't know from where, but, you know, uh, Dick Grayson appears. Dick Grayson still grows up normally, but he grows up within one year. He grows from a, a child performer to an to a teenager, to an adult, 
you know, in one year. I don't know how he did that. What oh, that magic soap potion? Thing. I do that same thing. Yeah, it's the soap opera thing. Well, Damien's the like... same way. <laughs> how so, could Damien and... be, you know, Batman, <laughs> screw Talia, however that happened. Damien's bored, and then he's eight. At yeah, exactly. ten or nine or ten, whatever the hell he is. He's like nine years old, right? And so, right. <laughs> and in so, five years, uh, or probably less in than five, that. In five years, right? Or <laughs> at least one during the whole same year. So apparently, you know, it's like, uh, dude, okay, basically what they wanted to do is they wanted to reboot what they wanted to reboot. And then they kind of slept it off. Well, all the stuff that you, oh, yeah, that happened and that happened. Okay, remember Death of Superman still happened? No, it didn't, not really. <laughs> and, you know, and so, so so then so then they give Superman and Justice League a five-year gap. So you're going, okay, so when did that happen? Well, we're just, basically they were just borrowing from the past, pre-Flashpoint. And bringing that mm-hmm. stuff in, and they're like, "Well, wait a minute! I thought you told us that this was a completely new continuity. Oh, continuity is bad. Blah 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 blah. You know." And it's like, now Didier is coming out with basically kind of the same thing. He's like, "Oh, well, we're we're not going to do continuity. We don't want people to be weighed down by continuity." In other words, if something happened in book twelve, and then something happened in book fifteen that absolutely is the absolute ob- opposite of that, and no explanation, <laughs> that's continuity. No, that's Bad storytelling, dudes. And if they say, oh, we're going to let our creators create. Yeah, when they take the boot hill off of Superman's cod piece, and I see it in the panels, then I'll say, okay, yeah, that's what you're doing. But until that time, no, it's not happening. It hasn't happened for four years. Right. Completely agree with what everything Holly just said. <laughs> it, it's it's basically, um, you know, I keep saying they can't have it one way and the other, and that's where they're confusing everything in the New 52. Right. Is that they wanted to reboot it so that they could get Superman and Wonder Woman together because they've been gunning for the Superman marriage since uh, Infinite Crisis or whatever it was, the one where um, Kal-El comes back and smashes through the timeline and they kill Superboy Prime. Um, yeah, and that John's Infinite that, Crisis. Yes, Jeff Johns did write that, but you know, but they then didn't Grant kill the Yeah, Grant Morrison kept them together in Final Crisis. And you know, magically, Final Crisis still happened to Batman, but it didn't happen to Superman because he's not married anymore. So it's like they don't know what they are doing. Yeah. They honestly don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. They don't care. And, and, even, and if it means losing, even if it means losing orders, they don't care. Obviously. Look at it. So Didio said, the way that Superman goes, the rest of the books go. Now, that, the exceptions are Batman and, and Justice League. But if John leaves, leaves Justice League, it's going to fall too. So if... Superman's not doing also hotsy totsy, then the rest of the books are going to fail. So they basically have to get the freaking boot heel off of Superman's codpiece, allow him to be the dual identity with a job, 
because people can relate to that. I don't care what Grant Morrison said. You know, everybody wants to be the millionaire that runs around in a car at night. Who cares? I, I would rather him, you know, a super, you know, a superpower being being also having a human life because that's what I love. Yeah, also have Lois Lane involved. It's not going to happen unless editorial, either they change editorial or they blackmail editorial with I don't know what. <laughs> like, can we get a voodoo priestess to put them, like, under a spell and then give Holly one voodoo doll and me one voodoo no, doll? I don't and do then... voodoo. No, I don't do that. Okay, okay. You can give me both and I'll just keep stabbing them and, like, no, do Superman now. You know, they had oh, this no. they had this uh, creator's seminar in L.A., and I kept thinking, are they going to take him up to Bohemian Grove and let him party down and then have all the pictures and say, okay, here's this what you're going to write, and here's the picture to prove it. Or your wife gets this picture. Oh, is that what they did? Mmm. 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 Talk about dark and gritty. Um, so anyway... Uh, okay, that's enough of Superman and Jeff Johns leaving us in the lurch. Gee, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, oh. thanks, Jeff. I tweeted him, I said, I'm disappointed in you. Dude, yeah, really. you left us. You left us hanging in the wind, but that's just par for post-reboot. <sighs> okay, Earth 2. We got the last issue of Earth 2, and it'll change to mm. Earth 2 Society in June, right? Right. Okay. What happened Basically, in Earth 2? nothing, nothing happened in Earth 2. I mean, I've seen people say, I've wasted my money. Can I get a refund? Um, I should have bought a pirate version. <laughs> but um, Earth 2... pirate version. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. It's like... People are really disappointed in this book. Um, Earth 2, you know, in the middle of the apocalypse and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so basically we're left with what... Oh my God, they uh, named it Grounded? Sorry? <laughs> they got the title of the last issue of Earth 2 is called Grounded. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So are funny. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. <laughs> and so basically, you know, all these heroes are banding together. Uh, Thomas Wayne is doing absolutely nothing. He's like he's like the the person that says, you know, everybody else is saying, we need a plan to save him. He's like, oh, no, we're doomed. And, you know. Um, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the, the opposite of helping. Okay. So He's just running around like that, like, oh, this planet is going, we're all going to die. Um, Kara and Val try to stop this um, drill from the... Okay, so basically what Apocalypse is doing is, I didn't know it did this. I just thought it absorbed life energy from a planet, but it's basically eating the planet, okay? And so okay. it's drilling into... It's drilling into the the life source of the uh, planet, and mm-hmm. Kara and Val are stopping this thing. Um, and then we get a backstory for 
Kendra Hawker and Khalid, um, Dr. Fate. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a like a three pa- it's three pages worth of backstory. Ooh, they really went all out on that. Um, so basically, Kendra and Khalid, we always wanted to know what was their sort of thing happening there, and they knew each other before they became Hoggle and Dr. Fate. Uh, they were archaeologists in ancient, well, not ancient Greece, digging up ancient Greece, and then they disturbed a spirit who gave Kendra her wings and um, who was guarding the entrance to Dr. Fate's helmet. Khalid puts mm-hmm. the helmet on. They become they become Dr. Fate and Popko. Very boring. Um, Is Lois in it? We have... We have absolutely no lowest in it because, you know, I know the tornado blew her away somewhere. Um, <laughs> we have one picture where they say, oh, uh, where, um, what's her name? What's his name? Sacho says, um, you know, the planet's lost and it's just us 10 against the gods, the ten warriors of Earth, is, of Earth Two, is Steel, not John Henry Iron, some other dude. Uh, Worry what Thomas Wayne, Helena Wayne, uh, Red Arrow Oliver, don't know what happened there. Flash, Kendra, um, Lois, Red Tornado, Kara, Power Girl, and Val. And they all basically do nothing. I mean, they take down this one drill by, um, you know, Hawkeye and Dr. Fate go inside and they take down its um, this life force that's inside that's controlling the drill. And that's basically the issue. Is that it's them taking down this one drill of like <laughs> of a million that, that, that Apocalypse has. Okay. <laughs> is it like the mother drill? What? No, it's not even the mothership drill. It's just one drill. And then there's like a million other drills all around that's drilling into all these fire pits that were created. So for every fire pit that was created on Earth, there's right. a drill to go in and to suck the life force up. And they and it, this issue is them taking down one drill. That's it. And it's symbolic? What? I don't know if it's symbolic or what. And then they're like, continued in Earth 2. Well, then. And I'm like, okay. Well, all right. Okay. That's it. Then why did they need Clark cloning clones? For, for what? For anything. Why were they trying to make an army of Clarks? Well, I suppose um, Darkseid wanted to create an army of clocks to take over from the parademons. Okay. But he didn't have enough mechanics to fix them, or what? I don't know. what. But then, you know, Clark had that whole story about his blood became poisonous because they didn't take into account his, you know, whatever his Kryptonian DNA had an effect with, with the apocalyptic DNA. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, I don't think they're going to do a, 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 a story where they bring back Earth to a clock. 
Because as each week goes past, I'm losing more and more hope. Um, well, yeah, he didn't have a funeral, so and you know they totally didn't give him a funeral. So why didn't help all the, to bring him his back? His funeral, his funeral was oh, this tree looks good. Let's plop him over here. Um, and we didn't even get to see him plopped. <laughs> it's like did they bury him? Did they throw him away? Some okay. I mean, they talk more about this tree being so beautiful than Bud Clark and how he was the savior of Earth, too. Yeah, they have, like, three or four panels of this freaking tree. There's no ground disturbed. There's no words saying over next to the tree. Lois comes in like, oh, yeah, hi, I just went shopping. You know, it's like, what? (laughs) Is this a funeral for Superman? (laughs) People... Well, and oh, by the way, there were four black and white pages in this book. So all this rigmarole about, oh, it's all about the art. And, oh, the colorists. Oh, you know, we get four black and white pages in this book. We've been getting black and white pages in every book. What's the dealio? Is it Brandy New Fashion? Yeah. I in think, book. no, I, which one? Which page? Earth 2. The title page for one. Grounded. Grounded is in color in my one. Oh, the one I got is black and white. No, man. Something's wrong with your computer then. Oh, however you're using it. No, all the rest of them are in color. Okay, because mine is is in color. I can see the the fire pits and there's a pretty sky and stuff. Well, I've got four black and white pages at the beginning. No, no, I got I got color pages. Hmm? I can send them digital? to you. Did you get digital? You know, di- yeah, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't buy the 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 digital, but I have a a copy of it. All right, hold on, hold on. I, I double checked, but I went and sat here and copied it. I um, counted them. Where the heck am I? Okay, let's move on to Earth Two Worlds in, and I got black and white pages in that one too. Okay, let's move on to that. Because that, oh, that was another stupid book. Well, apparently the, the story continues in this one. You're right. It it continues from, but that's absolute rubbish because it doesn't continue. There's no Doctor Fate or, or whatever. So these people are just lying to us. Oh, so on the on the title page of this one, God Slash, is it in color or black and white? I am opening it. Okay. Open. No, mine's in color. No, mine's not. I can send you a picture quickly via DM. No, 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 that's okay. (laughs) Uh, That's okay. I got two black and white pages. Yeah, I had something wrong with yours. I don't know how. We did have we did have black and white pages in that in that 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 squiggle of uh, Clark Kent where he had. He was, looked like he was a scarecrow, but hmm. interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Oh, Lois is actually in this one, the stratosphere. Yes, now, and she has she has dialogue. Sato, that's her big dialogue. Um. Okay, <laughs> they're in the stratosphere. Supposedly, they were going after the. Drill. This don't look like no drill now. Where are they now? 
Right. So I don't know how it continues into this because I'm like, well, where are they? You know, where what's happening? Exactly. They they spent an entire book, the last book of Earth 2, taking down this one drill, and we can't find it now. Yeah. So they, they've got, what, three more issues of this book before Convergence, right? Mm, yeah. How many weeks in March? One, 11, two, three. Yeah. 25th, yeah. And so I'm, I... I don't even know how they're going to end this. How it's well, they going brought in to... that Daniel Wilson, who was an author but wasn't a comic book writer. Mike Johnson right, right. got the book. So I don't know. I don't right. Know so and and now they're in, like you said, the stratosphere, and I they're taking down like Brainiac arms, and then they're going to. Um, Green Lantern, but in Earth Two they say Green Lantern has been defeated already. So I'm like, what? Oh, so really we should have read Worlds End before we read Earth Two. But maybe and the maybe the book, and say. then maybe and then Earth Two is continued into next week Earth Two Worlds End. Yeah. So oh, how confusing. I know. Right, no. because this... Okay, now it makes a little bit more sense because Green Lantern right. defeated at the end of this. They say feeding time, and you can see the drills coming onto Earth, and it's eating Earth up, so okay. You see, so, they should put the number there. They should say, continued in Earth to world end number data. You know. Well, they don't know numbers anymore. I mean, look. I, mean, I know. Like, put uh, down G- something, it was like, that never happened. They cut out that whole Clark and Jimmy in his apartment. And, you know, he lost his parents and stuff. And next thing we know, he's belly aching about it in the DP. And I go, see, you know, whatever the book it was, Superman, la, la, la. And we're like, that never happened in that book. <laughs> yes. And whenever, whenever Eddie says, this happened in this and this issue, I'm like, I own that issue. You lying to me. <laughs> Can't get your numbers straight. They don't. I mean, I think they're all on freaking drugs. I can't tell. You know, are they? I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's like okay, and now they all moved to California. You know, so they're all going to be partying, hearty, and everything. I don't know. I really don't know. Neither do I. I'm like, you know, these what characters is- won't live as, as long as they have these execs. Okay, true basically, true. basically what they're going to do is they're going to sell movies of these characters, but they're not going to put any power behind making sure that the books keep the characters straight. They've done absolutely nothing for them. You know, Batman, who chopped off Alfred's hand? The Joker. Oh, the Joker, of course. Why don't they just call him the Butcher and get it over with? <laughs> yeah, that's, that. all he's, that's, all, that's all he's been doing. In, he cut off his own face. He uh, cut off Barbara Gordon's mother's finger um, with her wedding ring and proposed to Barbara Gordon. I was like, this is dusted. 
with that issue. Um, it's really a horrifying issue of being in nightmare. And, you know, some people say, well, that's what the joke is about. Look at Heath Ledger's joke. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. He didn't cut off people's fingers and stuff. And he didn't skin his face off. Well, it's like Fish Mooney taking her own eye out with a fork. Boom. And I'm like, what the hell? I don't need to see that. Yeah, my mom and I were watching that and we were like, what? So okay. And my mom was like, that's kind of gross. It was this in the comic. I'm like, no, Fish Mooney ain't in the comic. So how many issues are coming out on April 1st? Just Convergent Zero? Or do we get end of Flash featured Future's End? Or do we know? Mm-hmm. Do we care? If we go to the DC website, we'll, we'll be on here for five hours. So um, yeah. <laughs> We're not we can look. We can look. Let okay, so basically Earth 2 and World's End have been a bust. Yeah, likely for me, I haven't been recommending this book to anybody yeah, because I took it off my poll list shortly after. Yeah, I took left. it. I took it off my um, digital download list as soon as Clark died, and they didn't give him a funeral. I was like, seriously, yeah. oh, you, you, that is, this is Superman, and this is what you do for him? Mm-mm. No, that don't fly. Okay. Let's move on to Batman Superman that we should have talked about two weeks ago, but we didn't. Yes, yes. We, we didn't talk about it because they just and they just skipped one week, and then we completely forgot about it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, do you want to t- take us through this a little bit? Oh, I don't have it open with me because oh. I deleted okay. it. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'll go through it then. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as the pages go. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't tell her at the beginning of the show. Come on, let's move. Oh, come on. I got black and white pages in this one, too. <laughs> I'm getting ripped off. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It, it, it's your read or whatever. <laughs> but why, why is the pages? I don't understand. Everything else is fine. That's that no talk with my mind. I have no idea either. Okay. Um, so, did I read this? I think I kind of looked at it. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they they keep Lois with them. Why? I don't know. Jimmy is off being protected by crypto, right? The Daily Planet. Right, right. So, you the know, Daily Planet is protected by crypto. Okay, I have it in my notes because I reviewed this thing. Oh, okay, go for it. Okay. Uh, Jimmy is protected by where is this? Jimmy is protected by crypto. Yeah. Um, Hero is protected by Wonder Woman. And, oh, Jimmy and the Daily Planet, sorry, is protected by crypto because, you know, they match so much. They put the god dog there. Um, yeah. And Lana is protected by Steel, who is extending his organic steel uh, onto her, so she's protected. And, um, yeah, that, that's about it. Lois Lane is with them. 
But do they use lost lane? No. You know, she she's like wanting to 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 be. Let me just open my review there. Gotcha. Have that, please. Um. So this is the climax before the end of Joker of Superman Joker storyline, right? Um. Because the, I don't the know. There's an be, annual. There's an annual going on in April that I think also it was part of the ending. I'm not sure. What? When did the annual come out? Like. Whoop. They pull that one out. They're giving Batman Superman annual every six months or so, or every yeah. yeah. Okay, let's just let's just get this out. <laughs> Batman Superman has only been to issue nineteen. Okay, people. Yeah. It's already okay, getting yeah. two annuals. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, when we left off, we had discovered that um, the bullet that's being used, the mysterious bullet, is actually mini. Church Candorians that are being mind controlled, right? Uh, because it, Batman got shot. Oh, poor. Um, he didn't have this was shot. the the previous issue was the one where you know we jumped off the cliff and we said secret romance. You know, we were like, uh, yeah, we took that one for a spin there. <laughs> oh, we did, and we're still spinning. We it we took it. It's much we better than what's happening in the it. book. We are still spinning it. I mean, people have just taken what Holly and I say, and they are running with it, and the soulmances are going crazy because they're like, is this real? <laughs> well, okay, we said that if they were really clever, that that's what they would do. Well, we'll get to see True. if they're really clever or not. True. And so, anyway, when we left off, uh, Batman, Superman, those and Kara, um were inside the shade sphere, which is where the atom stays. Now, this thing is as big as a bird's eye because they they did a panel where they compared it to a bird. Right. And so they found out that the bottle city of Candor had been stolen. Another item that was supposedly sucked into the um, phantom zone when it imploded. Right, but now that's out, and we discovered why it's out in action comics because there's cracks in the Phantom Zone where everything is escaping. Right, right. the menagerie, the menagerie escaped into Smallville where it was controlled by ultra humanites. Right, and then you know the Bottle City is now here in Iceland. Why in Iceland? We still don't know. It's like what? Jorg. Okay. And because they don't have so, Central Bank anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea why it's in Iceland. Uh, because that's never explained. Like, just dropped. Oh, it's in Iceland. Anyway. And so, anyway, Batman, Superman, and Kara are getting ready to go to um, the Bottle City, and Dr. Palmer is going to give them these belts that will help them control the shrinked sites. Lois jumps in and she's like, I'm going too, where's my belt? Um, and, you know, Superman is like, well, Lois, you know, you can't survive in this sort of, it's going to be dangerous and, you know, you can't survive in the Kandorian atmosphere. And she's like, Batman's going and he's like, well, he's Batman. Yeah, which explains now, nothing. 
Yeah, no, it doesn't explain how Batman's going to breathe, how he's going to acclimatize to the Kandorian, um, you know, air systems that's in the bottle because I don't think there's oxygen there. Um, it, it, I mean, just because you get a meme on the internet that says, I'm Batman or he's Batman, he can do everything, doesn't mean it's an excuse. Right for a writer to use it, right? At least explain, right. well, Batman has, you know, this, this oxygen mask attached to his cowl. You know, he's, um, he has uh, shock absorbers under his cowl that, that can absorb the, the changes in pressure and that sort of thing. Explain something. Um, Someone told me that, and I went with this as well, I put in the review just to, to throw off some romances. I said, well, he's protecting Lois because of the secret romance. Right. He doesn't He doesn't want oh, Lois yeah. getting hurt. Right. Right? And so I was like, okay. Um. So they travel to the bottle. Okay. Oops, can, can we, before you move on from there. Okay. So Batman explains he's only got one ear transplant. Later, and so unless you speak Kryptonian, it's like oh, right, right, right. And then Lois says, and I thought this was very telling. So Lois says, so after pulling me into this thing, you're just gonna ditch me. How many times have they done that in the New Fifty Two? Pull in Lois, and then they ditch her. Right, and they pull in Lois to get the lowest readers. Right. Right, because we were all like, "Oh, Lois is gonna. She's on the cover. She's gonna be important. She's gonna be part of the storyline." Not Bam. really. Not really. Okay, a perfect example. Tony Daniel put her on the Superman Wonder Woman first issue cover. She's never mm-hmm. in a book. She wasn't even mentioned. You're there. Right, and yeah, no, I'm here, and I was just uh, swallowing. Uh, I'm thinking. Um, so. She, Lois says to Batman, she says, you be careful, right? And he says, well, what about him? Meaning Superman. She goes, ah, he's Superman. And he kind of got this smirk on his face like, all right, Lois. I mean, that's that's tit for tat right there. But that, that is tit for tat. That is classic Lois and Clark banter. Right, he says, oh, he's Batman, and she cuts it around and she uses it against him, and she says, Oh, he's Superman. So then she says he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And Clark is Clark's next narrative box says, "I wish I were so confident." In other words, Lois believes in him, but you know, and she sends him on his way, knowing that she knows he's going to make it right. Right, and that's another so. thing about and that's another thing about New Fifty Two Superman is that I don't know if this is because he doesn't have Lois and pre-52 Superman did have Lois, right. but pre-52 Superman was confident in his abilities. Yeah. He was a very, very... He wasn't cocky, right? There's a difference between being cocky and being confident, right? right. But he knew what he was capable of, and he believed right. in himself, and I think that's why we don't have... Um, anybody believing in Superman, and by anybody I mean the readers believing in New 52 Superman because he doesn't believe in himself. 
Well, and you don't have Lois believing in it. You, you, when you do, you get Lois believing in him, but he kind of shrugs it off. They And then they kick her to the curb. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so why should I believe in him if Lois can't believe in him? I mean, she does, but right. she's not allowed to. Right. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's uh, a belief of convenience. It's when they need Lois to believe in him, then suddenly she pops into the story and she believes right. in him. But other times, it's like we don't get anything. No. I mean, like, remember Pac wrote that issue, True Believers, and everybody was a true believer but Lois Lane. But then in the entire Doom story, she was the only one who did believe. Exactly. And I said, and I keep saying, well, maybe True Believers was a double-meaning title. Right? Like, Like, metaphor morphosis, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, maybe he was saying these are the false true believers. Right. Because the every single... True believers. <laughs> exactly. The full, the we love that one. Um, every <laughs> single one in there, I think, maybe except crypto, right? Yeah. Because... He's a dog. I mean, crypto's crypto. Yeah, right. He's a dog. He's um, loyal. He's loyal to, to Clark. Okay, he's going to believe in him. If you look at Diana, if you look at Lana, if you look at Batman, right? right. If you look at um, even Steel to some extent, right? They didn't believe in him. When it came push, when push comes to shove, Wonder Woman is prepared to cut off his head. Um, yeah. Lana does not believe in him because she packs bag and she's like, well, I'm an electrical engineer and I know what's going on. Steel, Steel, okay, is trying to, to calm him down as, as doomed and ghost soldier brings in Baka. So Steel didn't even know what to do when he was doomified. Right. Right, and then Batman, Batman enlists the help of Psycho Pirate via Shay, Veritas, whatever her name is. Yeah, that's her. Because he wants a secondary plan. Right, so all of these people don't believe in him, not truly. And when it comes, and the only person they left out was Lois Lane. Yep. And when it came down to it, when she says, I believe in you, and when she hugs him, and when she, when she sort of... Oh, he's doomified. He's doomified, right? But uh, that breaks through to him. And then she connects mentally with him. Yeah, and then she allows Lana to use her mental connection to Clark, which I was like, yeah, really? like I was like, what? Why, Lana? Lana, stop piggybacking. And basically we'll Lana said, you. kill them because they killed my parents. <laughs> that woman's got problems. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Batman's an This is such a confusing book. Um. And so they travel into the Bottle City and they find this this like um broken down city and there's a pillar with the ho- the Superman shield on it 
And so they all run there. And when they get to this place, they find this holographic um, disc. And it activates, and it's this Joker dude, his voice, because of the speech bubbles, the way they write his, his thing. And he tells the story about how Jorel was, you know, false. He was a false hero, and he, he isn't who Superman thinks he is, and all of that. And Superman, Superman has two brain cells to rub against each other, and he says, no, not my father. This, is, this hologram is lying to me, you know? And, um, but what they do tell him, this is like, you know, the big climax thing that they're using is that his uh, mother's sister and his mother's mother, so his Paternal aunt. aunt, his maternal aunt and his maternal grandmother are still alive. Ooh. Oh, I that happened. Now, this, is this? No, it wouldn't be her. Okay, never mind. And also Kara's <laughs> friend, who I can never remember what her name is. I don't either. Sorry. Um, so they they implement this two thing, this two prone attack where. Uh, Batman goes to rescue Superman's family, and Superman goes in to rescue all the Kandorians. And they're going to do this simultaneously so that the Joker dude can't get to them. Right? Right. And so, um, and so they they let the, the the Kandorians free, and then they find out that they're you know they're under this mental again this mind whammy thing. Right. Right. Where they're not in control of themselves. And then dun 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 you know, the Joker Superman's Joker is revealed to be the Phantom King. Or Zadu. 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 Woo. And who got arrested like, who got put in a Phantom Zone for suspended right. animation, right? Right. Now he was sentenced into the Phantom Zone because he created this mental controlling thing um, where it's called the living death. Yeah. Okay, so you're alive, but you, you're you not in control of your body. This other person is controlling you, and that's what he's basically doing to Kandorian. Mm-hmm. He's got them all under this living death, and he's controlling every single action that they do, and blah, 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 blah. Very boring. I was... Right. So underwhelmed by this reveal of the villain, you cannot. Believe. I think I gave this a one. I was like so bored. <laughs> we have to go back to action, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, it was like action twenty six or something. Well, like twenty seven, twenty five. I don't know. I thought it was like early on when the Legion. Oh yeah, but. Yeah. but and and if you did read Doomed, the Phantom King is mentioned in there. I was also like, who's this dude, you know? Um, so, yeah, there's no, like, uh, build-up. There's no backstory. There's a, it, and, then, and then we find out, you know, um, the people that are infected with this loving death is Kara's friend, uh, Superman's aunt, and grandmother. And then it's like cliffhanger, but it's it's such a boring cliffhanger. It's not even making me bother to read the next Batman superhero. 
I'm like, I don't even want to look at this thing. I don't care how it ends. You know, it's another mind whammy guy. It's it's so just. I mean, they could have done something better with this. I think I was intrigued by who Superman's Joker could be. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, I would have been okay if it was someone. Never mind. I'm so tired of these of these. There's Psycho Pirate. There's Hive Queen. There's Hector right. Hammond. There's Brainiac. There's Hellspawn. You know, all of these people have to do do or deal with going into Superman's mind and shaking it up. Okay, we just got over Action Comics where he had to go into his past and confront his zombie side parents. Parents. You know, yeah. And it's like enough with all of this, you know. Do you only have a one trick pony? Is that it? Yeah. Is it and so to me it it was just boring and it really is, you know, um telling of New Fifty Two Superman. It's there's no there's no heart, there's no soul, there's no history uh, you know, there's, there's there's no build up to it, and so that's why it's a letdown and it's flat and it's boring. It's like Scooby Doo. They take the mask off. Oh, there's nothing. <laughs> exactly. It's like Scooby. It's the same, but instead of making it fun like how Scooby Doo is, you know, this is even getting like way like it it it's to the point where Batman Superman isn't even doing well. Nope. Well, there's always a chance that Lois will have to save their asses. Yeah. What's the chances of that happening? We're not that lucky. We're not that lucky. They haven't done that since, what, Superman 1 through 6? Oh, Lois Lane saved his butt. Lois Lane has saved his butt in the Phantom, uh, the the Psycho Pirate thing, where Uh, she... She saved him. She yeah. saved him at the end of Doom. Okay, she gave him all all of her brainiac powers, oh, and she saved the world too. She saved the world. Okay, Lana Lang, savior of worlds. My butt. Okay, um, it's Lois Lane, savior of the world. So, yeah. Well, I tell you, this this whole story starting to remind me of New Krypton. Okay? Yeah, yeah you know, I... are either have to go back into the bottle or they're going to have to die. You can't have them flying around. You can't have miniature Kryptonians flying around. So, it's like, I've read the synopsis of New, uh, of, uh, New Krypton. Uh, I didn't bother to read it and, you know, from good reviews from friends like Holly, they said, don't read it, don't read it. So I'm like, okay, I won't read it. The reason I say that is because it's motionless. He's not Superman, he's not Clark Kent, he's just Kal-El. Right, and, and, and I don't want to read a, I don't want to read a story like that. I don't care about Kal-El. I care about Clark Kent. He's walking okay, around Clark and, Kent's apartment in a suit. And no, 
No. Wait. Good thing I did not read it. And, you know, every time Eddie Braganza uh, says, or anybody else says, oh, Cal is, is and I'm like, he said Cal. Stop calling him Cal. He's Clark, you know. And basically, and, he's Cal in the New 52. He's not Clark. He's not and, Superman. True. And, and that's what I want them. I want them to be able to call him Clark Kent. Right. So. Like Dan does. Yeah. Exactly. Dan Juggin, not Dan DeVere. Yeah, not Dan anyone, Forget that. Just in case anyone's confused. <laughs> Don't get confused about that. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, I'm like, okay, so they're going to have to get rid of the Kryptonians somehow. Either put them back in the bottle or they're going to have to kill them. Or, or their, their favorite move will be to shove them in the fortress. But the fortress is gone, unless the 40 days are up now. Unless the 40 days. Magically, the 40 days are up. I mean, last week it wasn't, but, you know, this week it will be. Time is weird <laughs> in the in the DCU. Whatever. You know, it's like, well, we've never gone there before. Well, maybe you should never go there, okay? I keep thinking, you know, what are they going to do with Alfred with maybe no there's hand? A reason. Jimmy knowing the secret. I'm just like, why did they go there? Maybe there's a reason nobody has been there before. Shopping? I don't know. Um... Okay, so that's Batman Superman. We get that on the 18th, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, this Wednesday we'll get Action Comics, which is a bizarro story. You know, I just mm. begging for a bizarro story. Right. Oh, haven't we been begging and begging for the bizarro story? Yeah. And oh, I bet Lois won't be in this one either. Uh. And also the uh, postponed, again, Superman number 39, which will be Jeff John's last issue. So, mm. Okay, how was Grayson? Grayson was good. Okay. I did read it. Um, Grayson is, listen, I can never complain about Dick Grayson sexing his bum in a splash page, okay? Oh, heck no. uh, but what I else don't has he got he... to do? I mean, yeah. oh. not Nightwing, and he can't go after Barbara because, you know, no love allowed in the DCU. Right, you know, and, and we get an entire page of Dick Jason just extending, but okay, <laughs> that's, that's a different story. Um, so Dick Jason is continuing on his storyline of where Dick is now a spy He's a double agent spy. He's working for Batman to infiltrate this corporation called Spyro because they have information on the Justice League. Mm-hmm. In this issue, first page, right? First panel, we get the Spyro headman talking to a reporter. And he says, months ago, we started with Cyborg. We've ended with Superman. Real names. Clark Kent, K-E-N-T, Kent, a reporter, a man in your own profession. I'm like, okay, all right. And then he's talking to this reporter about he wants to get this out into the world. He wants to basically expose the Justice League's 
secret identity. And this reporter is, um, a, you know, a lady with dark hair, wearing a trench coat, drinking coffee, and, you know, she's talking about, and she says things like, Clark Kent, hmm? So he's a reporter. And he says, yes, right? And I'm just skimming through this this conversation. And so she says, but won't this be dangerous, revealing all the Justice League secret identities? And he says, no, no, I'm not worried about that. The world needs to know. Turns out that was a big lie of me thinking it was Lois Lane. Um, she even had Terry Hatcher's hair. Yeah, no, she had like, and this was one of the artists I think that did. Um, oh no, no, I'm getting it. I'm getting him confused. But it it had a very Lois like. I mean, all they had to do was just put in a purple shirt, and I would have believed, you know, it's Lois. Um, and so Grayson goes on, you know, he's flexing his bum, and if you didn't know, Grayson is working in an all-girls school. Of course. Um, And he is training uh, these girls in gymnastics, and so he's giving them a demonstration. The luckiest girls in the world, I tell you. And so they've named his uh, bum cheeks Jim and Juan. What? J-U-A-N. Juan? Yeah, they've named his bum cheeks. And um, they have this whole joke going on that, you know, they've they've given... um, And, you know, they're basically oogling him and we get, like, pages and pages of these girls just oogling him. And so, basically... (laughs) We just get pages. I mean, they're just talking about climbing his Eiffel Tower, okay? Really? And, yeah. And it's like not even hinting. They're just telling us what they want to do, right? And then we get like five, no, let me see. How many pages in is this? Seven pages in, right? We get Helena, who's been shot. And so Dick Drayson chases after the Spyro guy. And then we get the action, right, where it's Agent One who's very handsome. I have to say this book has really hot guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and so Agent One is this really hot Indian dude. Um, He was hot. And so they, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's smoking. And so they beat up the spiral dude who turns out to be a robot and the girls come in and help him. Um, his students come in and help him. They have masks and stuff. So, and like then... Mask, actually. Yeah, yeah. And then we find out that it was a test from the spiral guy and Helena shoots him. So we don't know if he's... And then in the final panels, we see the reporter is revealed as a double agent and she kills the spiral guy. Mm. 
the, so, yeah. the guy that's like the question but not. Right. So now all these secret identities of the heroes are with this double agent spy girl who works for a, a different spy organization called Spider. And so they are rivals to Spiral, right? That's two different organizations here. And, but you know, they have to spy have the organizations spy organizations that start with S-P. Yes, that start with S-P-Y. <laughs> Where do you work? Spider, Spiral. <laughs> and, you know. So he got killed and, in the so, diner. And so he gets killed in the diner after giving her all this information. And so all the secret identities of every single superhero on the Justice League is out there because we've seen in previous panels he had um, a screen and on each screen he would cross off um, each of the uh, superheroes from the Justice League as he obtained information. And it's not just the Justice League, it's the Bat family because he has Barbara Gordon there he right. has um, the Red Hood, who's Jason Todd, and all these, Robin and everybody. So that'll be interesting to see, you know, Superman has his secret identity out there. Is he, is he going to get Parasite to fuck, you know, every single one's brain? Mm. And, but, yeah, Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson has a lot of sexual innuendos. And... I mean, it's not even it's not even hinting. It's just plain there, and that's what makes it fun, you know. I mean, it's they take the fan the fans who make this these, you know. I mean, if you haven't seen it, there's a there's a blog, there's a Tumblr dedicated to Dick Grayson's butt, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and they take all of that. They are aware of that, and they sort of turn it into a storyline and I'm like, okay, this is like fan service to the max, right? Well, it is kind and of a trademark. And it is, I mean, that's how he was discovered. His secret identity was given away in the previous issue by his butt. Mm-hmm. Okay, Midnight says, I would know that butt anywhere. Yeah, Midnighter would. <laughs> yeah, Midnighter, if you don't know, is gay, so he would know that butt. He was like, I know that ass anywhere. You're Dick Grayson. <laughs> and so there's a, there's a Dick Grayson butt joke in every issue. <laughs> well, and there was a Dick Dick jokes in Future's End last week, too. So. And a Dick Dick joke, yes. Hmm? Interesting. It's okay. interesting that Clark Kent's identity is out there. Right, and it was the last one they got, too. Right, because... Is Grayson coming back after June? I have no idea. Hmm. Interesting. No. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what all is going to be showing up on April 1st. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Justice League 3K. Um, I love this book. This book is so funny. It is funny. Um, You want to take us through that? Do I have to read the whole thing? No. I'm not rhyming like Etrican. No. Please. No, you don't. Just can give us the good bit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Etrican has resurrected um, Fire. 
and apparently they were lovers. Um, Cherry and um, okay, Cherry is the the new Flash with the DNA of Barry. Um, right. And so basically, Cherry and Diana are guarding uh, Ice's palace, and I love when Ice says stuff like. Um, how is that possible? He's nothing like the Superman I knew. Okay, <laughs> because Superman's like um, this new Superman. If you if you have never read it, he's a complete douchebag, and he's like, "Damn right, I'm a thousand times better. I'm a hundred thousand times better." And then somebody tells him, "You're insufferable," and he says, "I think you mean invulnerable." <laughs> and Batman says. She means you're a jackass. (laughs) I love this because it's, for me, I don't know if this is the same for you or for anybody else reading this. This is completely taking the new 52 characters and showing, I mean, this is like Keith Giffen saying, this is how ridiculous he's made these characters. Right? Because Diana is, the warrior. She's all about war. Right? Yeah, and break teeth with war. Yeah, like that's ever happened. Yeah, like that's ever gonna happen. And then in this year she's all about war. Again. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's like, I'm a warrior but but at the same time on the flip side she's actually got feelings for this this um warrior this other guy, you know, and she says things like, um, you know, I'm glad I bettered you or whatever. But you know, she he she's really glad that he's a good man, right? And and she's like, I don't know if you can say she's falling in love with him or whatever, but you know, she cares more about his physical traits, and she's and she's more concerned about the type of person he is. Mm-hmm. So you know, so in a way, this is she is deeper than than the Wonder Woman we get in her comics. Mm-hmm. Because it's been it's been shown that Wonder Woman doesn't care about Clark Kent; she cares about Superman. Right, kinda. Right, kinda. If you can stretch it and call it tears, right. So anyway, Etrigan's demons attack, and you know, the, uh, Tora's like, "You're destroying my castle! What are you doing?" You know, because they're breaking her castle every which way she looks. And then we get the scene. <laughs> She, there's actually a scene where she's like, what have you done to my castle? And, you know, and then she just freezes all these demons, this demon horde, famous demon, demon horde. Mm-hmm. And then we get the scene where fire blasts him, and she's like, leave the ice goddess to me, and you think there's going to be this huge fight? And then eventually they just remember each other, and then they hug it out, and they're, you know, they it's a really cute scene too. I really liked it. Whoever's the artist is very good. Um, you know, Superman comes. Superman can't fly. He has to be carried around. Um, and Superman is sort of crushing on the Flash, but she's not interested in him. And then we have, while this was taking place, um. You know, while the demon horde was attacking Isis Castle and the Justice League basically destroyed poor Isis Castle, you know, that stood for 
thousands and thousands of years. We have the Injustice League uh, raiding Castle Justice League. And Lois Lane is like, Lois Lane, if you don't know, is the leader of the Injustice League. Yeah. She only shows up like in one panel. She only shows up in one panel, right? And she says, and all these other villains are fighting amongst them. And they're like, what should we do? You know, I'm going to go after Hell John. I'm going to go after uh, Wonder Woman. And she's like, you'll do exactly what I say without a word of complaint. Or I'll squash you all the same way I squashed your little friend on Mount Olympus. <laughs> and then so Bane says, what's the plan, Lois? And she says, Miss Lane, it's you, Bane. She says, the plan is to do to the Justice League what I did to Ariel, to Ariel Masters. At the risk of sounding a tad melodramatic, the age of the Injustice League has finally begun. So I like that. Lois is totally badass in this and she's taken down the Justice League before and she's going to do it again and you know this is a this is going to be a different book in after June or right. in June rather. Um, no no yeah in June mm-hmm. it's going to be a different book it's going to be called Justice League 2001 alright and so I don't know if it's going to be continuing with the same story or Doesn't what's say, going to happen. Isn't the next story called Rebirth? Yeah, the next story is called Rebirth. So, you know, um, Keith Giffen gives us these long explanations at the bottom. He's like, next, you think you know where the, this book is heading? Think again. Be back here in 30 days for Rebirth. And for me... I just hope Keith Giffen keeps giving us this because it's funny. And um, pick it up. It's a good read. It's it's worth it, its weight in paper. Um, it, it's just funny. It's it's taking the mickey out of the New 52. It's like a New 52 parody, if I can call it that. Right. And, and for me, but at the end of it, yeah, but what Keith Giffens is showing us is that even though these characters are so out of character, they still have a development. He, that's what he's giving us, is that right. they still have a heart, they still have a soul. Maybe not Superman, because all he has is a dick. Um, yes. Because that's, that's all he thinks. What, what happened to Super Douche a thousand years later? Yeah, so this is like Super Douche to the max. <laughs> And yeah. um yeah. I I enjoy Justice League three thousand. Um it is on my pull list because I enjoy it. Um yeah, and it's just it's just a lot of good fun. Yeah, it is. Awesome. This is the only Wonder Woman I enjoy. Like this is the only Wonder Woman I enjoy reading. Yeah, she got some Nikki too. Yeah, and, you know, but the thing is, although she acts all tough and everything on the top, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm talking about, even though he ha- even though he has these uh, top layers of the characters, he gives us different layers underneath. And this is, right. the, this is the challenge of a good writer, right? Mm-hmm. 
and where she even though she has this this tough outer shell where she's all like I'm the warrior or you know at the bottom you know she she says Cherry is her friend and you're not gonna hurt my friend and that sort of thing so it shows that she actually cares and that's more than we've seen in New 52 Wonder Woman yeah that's true or New 52 Wonder Woman or post reboot Post reboot, uh, you have to get used to saying that. Um. So our show tonight was named after a line in Sensations Comics. Yeah. Now, you were right. Cecil or Cecil, because she's from Canada, is female. Cecil, yes, is I female. made a note. I made a yep. note to apologize. <laughs> I apologize because I'm the one that questioned it and I didn't know, and then I looked her up. She's also got a punk band she's a vocalist now she lives in la she's a young adult oh. writer oh okay okay and well, it, 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 it then it explains how she wrote the sensations comics because i mean young young adult tongue tied today young adult novels give us really good minus twilight give us really good female leads i right. think Right, um, and and this whole, I mean, this this issue should have actually been called. It's called uh, Girls' Day Out. It should have just been called Girl Power. Yeah. To be quite honest. Yeah. But she um, writes young adult books, and the other thing that we got from um, Gwenda Bond, who is also a young adult author, is that she gave a little uh, mini. Story. I don't think it's actually mm-hmm. a book, but no, uh, no, no. It's not. It's not a preview. She explained it. No. It's not a preview of the book or anything. It's a small short story to go before the book. Right. It's like, like a, a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like she said that. Um, I asked her about it. I said, you know, because I was confused. Does this fit into the book or or what? And right. she said, No, no, no. This is a short story she wrote after she wrote the book. Right, because of the tremendous lowest lane support she's been yes. getting online. Okay, you can go and check her tweets out. Okay, this is what she said that there has been such a buzz around this book. She wanted to do this to say thank you. Well, right, awesome. because she knows because she knows May is is still a long way away. Yeah, right? and she said. And she said, you know, she's giving us one in March, she's giving one us in April. And she said, in April, there's going to be a lot more Smallville Guy and Skeptical One chats. So um, she said, this Smallville Guy, to me, sounded like he was really into Lois. Smallville like, Don't guy, leave me hanging here. Tell me. Yeah, Smallville Guy, Smallville Guy is hanging around his computer or his smartphone or whatever, waiting on Lois Lane's. On Skeptic Girl's uh, little IMs there, and he's like, "Don't leave me hanging." And so, yeah, she she Lois knows. Lois solves a mystery. Knows. Lois, Lois solves a mystery. Chop, she doesn't have to chop anybody's hand off either. She doesn't have to chop anybody's hand or head off. She doesn't have to stab anybody. Right. Um, you know, Lois solves a mystery using her brains. Uh, she then gets. The job done, okay. She, 
This is what Lois Lane is supposed to do. This short story has done more Lois than the entire New 52. Yeah. And it, it, and so, you know, um, what she does is she she finds out that this art teacher is a fraud. He's a famous... Um, actually, you know what? No. All of you go down and download it. It's free and read yeah. this because it's so good. You need, I'm not going to spoil it at the end. So... Lois is just badass in this, okay? It's like 17 pages of complete and utter woohoo, okay? It's pretty awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, I just read that and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I am, I, you, I know, I hope you get a series of Lois Lane books, Gwenda Bond, because it, it's just going to show DC, hello, this is what you're missing out on. Because Dan DiDio, push some nonsense that, oh, if the fans want a Lois Lane, uh, you know, uh, ongoing, then we'll give it to them. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah, they they didn't even allow her to have a PR team. Mm. Yeah, and this is now Lois Lane would, I mean, even Switch, Switch Press uh, publishers, they have been overwhelmed with the amount of Lois Lane support. So right. and this is and this is just the people online, right? Right. Well, there are more I... people. Yeah, there are. Once this gets on, I mean, because it's being sold on Amazon, it's being advertised at, uh, at you know on bookstores and everything. Once this gets out, you know, this is gonna. I think this is gonna make a fair, pretty penny. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I got it pre-ordered. Yeah, no, I've got it pre-ordered. Um, you know, a couple of friends of mine have pre-ordered it. Um, one person has two books waiting. <laughs> they got one at their, their local bookstore. Mm-hmm. And on Amazon, they're like, just in case my bookstore doesn't get it, I want it from Amazon, you know. But even if my bookstore gets it, I don't mind having two copies of this. So. Right, right. How much are those books? Are they six-something? Mm-hmm. Let me check. Okay. On a, Amazon. A bigger paged comic is now $5 from DC. And you can get right. the Kindle versions of these 600-page books for 5 bucks. So why in the heck am I messing with comic books? Right. You know? About Lois Lane is round about, I think they said it was about 700 pages. Mm-hmm. I'm, not too sure. I'm not too sure on the page count. And it's uh, $15 on Amazon Okay. Okay. for the actual copy, not just the digital copy. The digital right. copy is obviously cheaper because you get the right. Kindle version. Right. But I well, want the actual physical thing. So. If Okay. They seem to think that nobody likes Lois Lane, and that's a bold-faced lie. And it used to be on YouTube. I don't know. I haven't checked it lately. But on YouTube, if you... Do a search on ECCC, which is the Emerald City Comic Con, 2011. You will find, and it's still up there, you will find a uh, panel, a DC Comics panel, headed by Bob Harris. It's one of the first times that he did a DC panel, just became editor-in-chief for DC. Um, It was pre-Flashpoint and pre-New 52. But it was post-editorial retreat. 
which occurred in October 2010. Sorry. October 2010, and the ECCC 2011 was in the spring. In fact, I think it's happening pretty much this month, I think. It usually occurs mm-hmm. this month. So, yeah, it's happening, I think, beginning of April. Right. So, I, don't, I don't keep up with cons because I can't go. Right. So during that panel, um, there was at least five people and they were male, and they asked mm. Lois Lane questions. One guy wanted to know, he says, I don't see Lois around much, and I miss her. You know, are you going to bring her back? Oh, well, you know, we're, we've got new things in the work, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and one guy says, well, you know, are you going to have a Lois Lane series? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, we're doing new things. We've got things. And he ball-faced lies to me. He says, well, we're doing something this summer that you might like. Okay, they refrigerated Lois and Flashpoint. Yes. Yes. Now, I've checked that out. The movie does not cover that, thank God, because my niece would have been horrified. Um they did not cover that in the movie and uh it's not covered in the in the main um Flashpoint books. I know they had like five or six or something. It's in the Project Superman, right? Okay, right. listen to this, right? Superman has been kept in this, this underground bunker for like ever since he landed. And he the first thing Superman. he does, and he wasn't, he's a stick, okay? He's like malnourished. And he hasn't landed been, in Metropolis, not Smallville. Right, he landed in Metropolis and he was taken in by the government, right? And they right. keep him away right from the sun and so the first time he sees the sun he charges up and he flies up and this isn't in the movie i don't know why this should have been in the movie he flies off to go and find lois lane mm-hmm. right who he met a long That's time ago when he cr- right when they when he crash landed uh you know he somehow managed they don't really explore it that much or maybe it's in other books um, right. So, so he goes. The first thing he goes to look for is Lois, and they kill Lois. Right. Right. And fact, so the story was outlined by Scott Snyder, but he didn't do the script. And in the script, we don't know if it was Snyder or I think it was Francis Monopole who actually wrote it. He, Superman has a dead Lois Lane, or no? Lois is dying, and she says, "This is so cliche." She has to die before he admits that he'll be Superman. Right. And, I mean, <laughs> that line, this is so cliche. I mean. I know. I was like, really? Guys? Yes, it is. Why are you doing it again? So. Right. And but, then when he, when, when she dies, he eventually becomes Superman. And he goes and he takes down Aquaman and, and Wonder Woman. He's like, stop fighting, you two. That's enough. I think yeah. that's literally what he says. That's enough. Yeah. Um, pretty much. And, yeah. And we'll be we'll, seeing him again in Convergence Superman number one. Will we? Why did yeah. you mean him? Because he kidnaps Lois. <gasps> oh, that's right. All right. Right, right, right. Right. Who's pregnant? Okay. Yes, yes. So, basically... 
Bob Harris lied to everybody in the room. Oh, we love Lois. We want to do something with Lois. They haven't done jack crap with Lois for, what, four years now. So if you want to see how much big freaking liars they are, just go back there and check out that video on YouTube, ECCC 2011, and see what a big old fat liar Bob Harris is. Okay, because they knew exactly what they were going to do because they figured it out in the retreat of 2010. Okay, before we do sensation, I want to go over the books that we'll be getting on April 1st. Now, there will be a Future's End. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there will be a World's End, 26. Batman Eternal, of course, got a full year of books at 52. Um, okay. Wonder Woman gets an annual that day. Flash Season Zero, which is the TV-related one. Teen Titans Annual Number One. Teen Titans just popped up again, right? They rewrote it. Yeah, they just rebooted it, and nobody knows what's going on there, so... Nestro Annual Number One. Um, Harley Quinn. Looney Tunes. Jeez, how many... How many books does Harley get? I don't know. She got another one. Uh, Batman Annual Number... Oh, Batman and Robin Annual Number 3. Batman Eternal 52, which I already said before. Batman Superman Number 2 Annual. Batman Annual Number 2. Shouldn't it be Number 3? Whatever. Uh, Convergence Number 0. And... Surprise! Fomance, number 17. Oh. They pushed it. They pushed it where? Wait, Fomance, number 17. Yeah. What issue are we on now? I don't know. Let me look. Do I even have it on here? Oh, come on. I hate this thing. Oh, do I have a Fomance on there? Oh, 16. So we're not going to get a Fomance in March. Oh, why? Why are they I don't know. To be, what are they surprising us with? Is it, is it going to be Supposedly, there? it was going to come out the same day as Wonder Woman and Superman, wasn't it? Yeah. It was originally, I, I, I tweeted March. this to you guys, it was supposed to come out on the 11th this week. They pushed right. it to the 18th, right? Okay. And Let me look at the... Let's see what they have. Did they update it? I mean, DC is like, what? Why does that all have to happen on the same day? I don't understand. Are they giving us more pages, or they just don't want that in our psyche? I don't understand. Of course, we're all like... Uh, well, this was their big dealio. This was their end bomb of the first year, right? This whole big right. This is this is what they, you know, this is what they rebooted the world for. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Now, of course, can't look at March. <laughs> oh no! Can't look at March <laughs> because it is the month we're in. All right, let me look and see if I can get this thing to work. And then when you type in 
anything for March, it will give you no results. And it gave me everything in March. Okay, fine. Let me look. And Justice League Fochi has also moved into April. I'm just, I'm looking at April, April now as well. All right. I it's moved the first. to... I was coming down to the first, so... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they got 14... And, and Superman Fochi is also moved into April. The fuck month oh. is April, right? January, February, March, April. Yes. Superman 40, it's not coming out the last week of March? No, ma'am. It's, the date is 4 slash 29. God. So John Romita's story is buried among convergence. Yeah, like that's going to sell well. There goes all the numbers right there, baby. What's him, Clark and, you know, because you know it's going to be Clark and Jimmy playing videos and picking up chicks. Jimmy knows yeah, so now. they moved. So they moved Fullman's Superman and Justice League Forty to April. Hmm. Okay. No one's gonna pick these books up because they're gonna be buried in the Convergence stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, in fact, Superman Forty doesn't come out till the end of April. Yeah, yeah, the 29th. And so we have to wait for the foment till first, rather than the end of the month. They're torturing us. That's what they're doing. I'm like, really, people? Let's see. What does it say? Updated. It's a bloody showdown as Cersei and Magog attack the power couple. And the outcome will bring about a major change in Cal and Diana. Nothing changed. Only the date changed. The date. The date changed. That was the update. And same thing with the Superman 40 book. They just changed the date. There's there's no increase in pages. No. I'm just checking the previous issue, how many pages it had. Load, damn it, load. <laughs> That's easy. Yeah. Websites were no. Full. Yeah, no extra pages. So why are they why are they hiding the formats? Listen, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining because Convergence Zero is coming out that week, and the final issue of Futures and this thing is going to get buried under these. Fine, books. fine. If they want to put Fomance versus Clovis on the same day, let bring it, baby. Yeah, you know, uh, why does one woman have hoop earrings? As she's swa- putting using the sword? Yes, I'm just looking at this cover because it just got bigger on I, you know, on my iPad I just touched it, so it uh-huh. just got bigger and she's got hoop earrings. Okay, is she gonna be like, hold my earrings, Clark? Hold my earrings. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of my earrings, Clark. Yeah, and Wonder Woman gets an annual number one. Apparently, Azarello never did an annual. No, he didn't need an extra book to tell the story. He told them so, in the story. So, for three years, he didn't do an annual. 
So they're letting the Finches do the annual. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> so freaking sad on so many levels. I am tweeting this picture. Why does one woman have a hoop ear? What, is, what was that with that? Who are you like, is she gonna be is she gonna is she gonna tell Clark hold my earrings during the battle? Ah. She knows she's gonna catch her thumb in it and rip her ear earlobe. She's a god, she doesn't have to worry about that. Well then she shouldn't have pierced ears either. <laughs> Why does Wonder Woman have <laughs> Oh man? This is, I mean, is this any way, what, are they drunk? What is the deal? What is the deal? Okay. Well, I have no know. idea. I am laughing. I am, I had to mute my mic because I am crying laughing right now. What really gets me, okay, so Wonder Woman gets in her book. Hello? She, hello, are you there? Hello? Cash? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello? In Wonder, in, in Wonder Woman's book, she meets up with a vampire joker. Hello? Cash? I think Tej is going away. Tej? There she went. She'll be back, hopefully. Okay. Um, so this is really bizarro. So they moved the foment. So, oh, it's like Chinese water torture with this. Um, but yeah, come on, bring it. I have a feeling the features N48 will end, end with some nice clothes, too. <laughs> um, so that will be it. Convergence Zero comes out that day. Um, and I don't think, oh, well, no, Clovis is the following week. So there you go. Maybe they'll break them up the week before. Let's hope so. They'll break up the Fomance on the 1st and have Clovis on the 8th. Okay. So, when Tej comes back, we'll talk about Sensation Comics. Um, I hate DC's website. <laughs> what a passion. Um, we haven't gotten the solicits for June yet, and we, so we don't know what's happening after uh, Convergence. Um, and even if we do get the solicits, they could change. You know how solicits are. Um, so, let's see. Um, okay. Oh, she's back. Hold on. She's back. Hello? 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 You laughed too hard. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. <laughs> Okay, my, my computer froze in the middle of the call. And then it just cut me off. I'm like, okay. You were laughing too hard. It's like, it, I was laughing too hard at Wonder Woman's hoop earrings. Well, why did they make her meet up with a vampire joker? Yeah, that's her convergence story. I'm like, not like I'm going to be buying Wonder Woman. Right, anyway. Who's writing that anyway, do we know? I don't even want to look. 
Um, okay. But we do have, I mean, how many do we have? Bat family. One, two, three, four, five. Five bat family coming out a day out of 14. So over a third of them are bat family that day. Whatever. Must be good to be a bat fan. Yeah, must be. You can, I mean, you know, Batman gets toilet trained. I mean, you get everything. <laughs> Batman gets toilet trained. Okay, let's talk so, about sensation. Yes, let's talk about sensation comics. Okay. Now, this actually made me like Wonder Woman again. I, she's still not in the lowest lane, but that's been said This before. actually, yes, this, this made me um, not forgive. Right. But sort of forget the new 52 Wonder Woman for that brief moment of time that as I'm reading this, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. And for me to enjoy a Wonder Woman in today, you know, when I go into the store, I, I tell people this, I hide all the Wonder Woman merchandise <laughs> because I'm like, no, little oh, girl should not be like I hate you, Wonder Woman. I'm under, go under Hello Kitty. Right? People that don't read comics think she's really cool, and they read the New 52 or post-reboot comics, and they're like, oh. Exactly. I mean, uh, they had on this weekend, on one of the um, animated channels, Justice League War, right? And all the... And so, basically, our TV networks have... um, where you can live tweet in as you're watching, mm-hmm. right? And so and so that's how they track what people are thinking of this movie. And so, like, how Russian Tomatoes gives, you know, if, if it's fresh or if it's rotten, we have a rating system like that afterwards. Right. Um, you know, we call it the egg system. It's basically the same <laughs> thing, right? Rotten yeah. eggs, fresh eggs, right? Right. Your right. sunny side up, or your... Stinky poo, you know. Um, <laughs> stinky poo and, and Justice League War got oh, a. Um, wait for this. It got a ninety-eight percent stinky poo. Okay. Wow. The ninety-eight percent stinky. I wish I could take a, a a screen cap of that, but it was live on TV, so I couldn't really like take a picture of that. Um, and so, yeah, and people were tweeting in, like, why is Wonder Woman up? I mean, the people had their words screened, right? So it's, it's like, biatch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, is this Wonder Woman? Did she knock her head? (laughs) You know, and then somebody tweeted, or somebody um, sent in a message, and they said, no, this is a new 52. And they're like, what's that? And they're like, you don't want to know. <laughs> so it's, I mean, yay for my country. We gave it a 98 stinky poo. Uh, yay. People have true and, Yeah, and then and from this, they're not bringing in Throne of Atlantis. Aww. Aww. Poor Aquaman. Shame. Um, that was good. The Aquaman story was good, the rest of it. Yeah, no, Aquaman's story was good. 
you know, it's just the the first six minutes you have to fast forward to get to Aquaman. Um, you know, and you have to get past the whole Jim Lee drew everything. He did. Yeah, the whole opening sequence is all Jim Lee's drawing. You know, like ugh. oh, from the book. Yeah, I'm like ugh, yeah, ugh, ugh. And then zoop straight into Athens and into that kiss, and I was like. Yeah, which wasn't on top of the Washington Monument. Yeah, I was like, straight or into it. Thank you, Memorial. Sorry. I was like, straight into it. Okay, they're hitting me hard, you know. And, but anyway, sensations. Can you get 106% stinky poo? <laughs> uh, I'm sure we can get 100% stinky poo for that. <laughs> okay, so Sensation Comics. Um, when last we saw Lois and um, Wonder Woman, there's these there was a giant robot, of course, and so out of the giant robot which they defeated, uh, came these little monsters, and it was an incubator, and they kept multiplying. Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman says we have to figure out the rate that they're multiplying, and I'm like, really? Well, who saves her butt? But Lois Lane. Hey, I got an app for that. <laughs> yes, it's called a calculator. But anyway, <laughs> she's got an app for that. And then Wonder Woman's like, math is so hard in battle. You know, I'm like, really? Um. So apparently, she's not into algorithms or whatever. Uh, but it was cool that Lois pulled out the app for that because you know, Metropolis gets attacked with. All kinds of stuff. So it probably is an app for that. <laughs> it probably, yeah. And Lois Lane probably helped design it or something. She's like, yeah. we need a multiplier for monsters. <laughs> so, Wonder Woman, you know, she's concerned for Lois' safety, so she says, you're going to have to get out of here. And so Lois suggests that you laugh at me and get me up to that fire escape, okay? So she says, there will be side effects. And so... She puts Lois in the lasso, and Lois goes, I feel insecure around you. Yeah, right. She says, I color my hair, so. I'm worried about my career. I think you're going to fail, and we're going to die. (laughs) Well, that would end your career, Lois, for sure. And so she's just about on the fire escape, which has some potted plants on it, and she says, I don't believe superheroes will save the day. I think Clark Kent is kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lois. But you do, Lois. Kind of cute. Kind of cute, Lois. Kind of cute, Lois. She was, she was lying to the lasso there. <laughs> yeah. And she says, I don't need that lasso to tell you fully, that, uh, tell you truthfully, this was horrible. So, um, so she starts to throw... She used to. She says, your secrets are safe with me, Lois. Which, you know, not with Clark, obviously, in the New 52, but Lois's secrets are safe with Wonder Woman in Sensation Comics. Lois starts throwing the fire pots at the monsters. But and apparently... Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is getting overpowered by all these monsters, right? So, right. Um, or overwhelmed, let's say, not overpowered. And so right. Lois is helping her because that's what Lois does she's a woman of right. action so she picks up the, the flower pot as ammo and she throws it at these things 
right? Right. Yeah, so much for the damsel in distress here. Yeah, Rag. Shut up. Um, and apparently the dirt, it's affecting them. Keep it coming. So Wonder Woman encourages Lois to keep throwing those fire fl- flower pots. She says, why weren't there more plants on this fire escape? We need backup. So she's throwing them more pots. And so Lois takes out her handy-dandy phone and says, um, she does a, a new new blurt. And it goes to yeah, all it's, contacts. It's like, a, it's like a tweet, but yeah. Yeah. And it goes out to all her contacts. It says, emergency, flash mob needed on 5th and Broadway right now. Bring potted plants to throw. So she sends it out. And in the meantime, she's doing what she can. Wonder Woman's doing what she can. And Wonder Woman says, just when I need it, citizens appear like magic. Because remember, they're trying to show that Wonder Woman likes humanity as well. And mm-hmm. she says, how did you get the crowd here so fast? And Lois says, social media. <laughs> And Wonder Woman thinks, genius. So Lois says, so what happens now? Wonder Woman says, assess the alien threat, clean up the mess, be ready, keep the peace. And Lois Ooh, says, keep the peace. Peace in big flaming letters. And Lois says, rinse and repeat. That's an intense life. And Wonder Woman says, we made a good team. And she says, I reminded that my way is not the only way. So, uh, Lois says, we sure did. I could use a drink. Join me. Wonder Woman says, Wonder Woman doesn't drink. She says, of course you don't. Really? You don't go to, like, Dionysus parties and stuff? So, anyway, Wonder Woman thinks, Lois Lane, a real wonder. And Lois walks off thinking, what a super gal. And Diana picks up a mannequin with a dress on it. And she says, hmm, I can make this work. And she's still thinking about Lois. She says, an ally. And so she leaves a note. She says, dear merchant, I pledge to reimburse you for this garment at a later date, Wonder Woman. And Lois is thinking about Wonder Woman. She's got a drink in front of her. And she's thinking, a sister. Where's the sisterhood? And uh, Dinah Prince walks in without glasses. And she says, are you Lois Lane, who wrote the Pulitzer Prize winning article about climate change? And Lois says, Wonder Woman? (laughs) (laughs) And she says, right now it's Diana. This is my way. It's just us girls, a friend. And uh, she says, can I buy you a drink? And she's thinking to Lois. And Lois says, I've got some real questions this time. I hope you don't mind. And Diana says, fire away, Lois. And they clink glasses and a toast. Well, great story. This is a good story. I mean, these digital books, you know, if it's Marvel, Adventures of Superman, um, they really knock it out of the park because they're not restricted. You know, um, I bought the other one that was written by, I told you, the South African writer, just to support Homegirl. Mm-hmm. And as well, you know, over there, she knocked it out of the park. It's about... The, Wonder Woman inspiring a little girl in South Africa to be a superhero, you know, and it's Wonder Woman inspiring her to be um, 
good and to be, you know, all the things that one woman should be. And so what I love about, you know, Sensations Comics is, this issue especially, is the things that we get to hear from one woman right. about Lois Lane. Um, I, it's no secret to anybody who listens to the show, one of my favorite issues, uh, comic book issues, is One Woman 170, where Lois Lane interviews one woman. Mm-hmm. Right? And we get we get Lois Lane's perspective on one woman. So here it's a nice swap from that because it's it's a similar setting. Lois is interviewing one woman, that sort of thing. And um I guess again that's why I like the story. And in this entire um story, especially this half of the story, she shows that Lois Lane is capable. Lois Lane actually helps one woman defeat the creepy monster things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's and we showed in it was showed in the previous issue. Lois Lane can handle the robots herself as well, because she picked up this metal thing. She was banging it, surely hitting the robot, and you know she she's she may not have the superpowers. She may not have you know the lasso, the the bracelet, the tiara, whatever. But she has a brain, she has ingenuity, she can think on her feet, and she is capable. She's capable in her own um, capacity, as is Wonder Woman. And I love that they made it look that there's there's no jealousy, there's no animosity, there's no rivalry, there's no competition between these two. Right. Because this is how it should be. Right. Diana should be in the hood a lot more than she is. You know, somebody once told me that it makes more sense for Diana Prince to be into Lois Lane than it does for her to be into Superman. Yep. And this issue in itself makes me think she would want a friendship with Lois more than she would want a relationship with Superman. Right. And, you know, I don't see why... Obviously, I know why, because DC doesn't value women. You know, DC would never have a strong friendship between two powerhouse women, okay? Right. Instead, they reduce it down, and you do get Lois, and you do get Wonder Woman in in the same comic. It's a rivalry. It's a competition. It's a catfight. Yep. Right? We saw that in the issue of Superman where it's the housewarming party. Everyone's attracted to Diana because she's got ridiculously sized boobs, you know, it's bigger than her head. And, you know, she's got this itty-bitty little waist and whatever. Everybody is attracted to Lois Lane and and they make it look like Lois is telling, um, what's his name, Jonathan Carroll, you know, like, like she's jealous or whatever, you know. Because she says, ahem, you know, so. And then when we do get Lois and Diana in another issue, it's doomed. And yes, you can take, you can say that Lois was brainiac, so she's not herself, whatever. But we get them fighting. It's like, my man is better than your man. Uh, uh, uh. 
Yeah, and all of a sudden, got John Corbin's now Lois's boyfriend. I'm like, when did <laughs> yeah. that happen? My my soldier boy, my soldier. Who wrote this stuff? Did More like the Brainiac's boyfriend. Thing? I mean, come on. Yep, she's Brainiac's oh, wife, right? Because didn't Brainiac call her my bride? And I'm like, yeah, that was Lobdell. What is happening? <laughs> And so, but exactly, exactly. It's exactly what Amy Adams said. It's yeah. the male fantasy thing, right? And I'm so glad that I hope we get something. If they give me a scene like this in Dawn of Justice, I don't care. You know, it, all I want is a scene like this where Lois meets Wonder Woman and they kick ass together and they show Lois as capable because one of my favorite scenes from, from the Smallville season 11 was from Olympus mm-hmm. where one woman says, Which, what male, what, who could be worthy to be your mate? You know, she's, she's praising Lois Lane. Right. And the thing is, one woman doesn't need... Okay, let me just explain this properly. I'm not dissing one woman. One woman doesn't need the praise, Okay. Because everybody knows what she is capable of. Everybody knows she, she's one woman, right? She can do it all. Mm-hmm. And for her to say, Lois is a genius. Lois is, you know, she's showing her a different way. Mm-hmm. She's a real one. I mean, I love these. I want to, I took, you know, pictures of these panels. And, you know, she calls Lois an ally. She calls Lois a sister. She calls Lois a friend. You know, for me, this just made my day on Thursday. I was so happy with this because a lot of people don't respect Lois Lane. And to see yeah, and to see it coming from Wonder Woman respecting Lois Lane as an equal, that is the important thing. And that's why I liked it. That's why I liked it coming from Lois, uh, from, from Wonder Woman's perspective that she respects Lois Lane. Because it's telling other people, well, if you're a fan of Wonder Woman, if you value what Wonder Woman puts out, here is she's respecting another woman. You should be respecting women as well. Right. And that's what I like about this issue. It's, it's, it's about, you know, in a world where we do live in, I mean, just today, you know, in a world where we do live where it's, you know, if you've watched Mean Girls movie, it's a lot like that, right? There's a lot of mean people out there. Just today, I got a uh, burn in hell bitches message from a fomancer because I posted a picture from Sensations comic. <laughs> I mean, for me, it doesn't affect me because I'm like, what are you going to do? You want to come All to right. my house? You want to fight with me? I mean... It's like, what are you going to do on social media, right? For me, it, for me, it doesn't affect me because I'm like, if you get my account blocked, I'll go make another one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't That's have a bajillion followers. Yeah, it, I don't have a bajillion follow, followers or whatever. So it doesn't matter to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they want to come to my house and fight, <laughs> I feel sorry for them. I'll just set the dogs on them. I'll be like, you, you picked the wrong house to come and fight. Okay. 
And, you know, but it, it's what are you going to so I don't get affected by those messages. But a lot of people do, mm-hmm. right? And and they are mean-spirited. I mean, they take things like Amy Adams' picture and, uh, you know, they, they, they have uh, Gal Gadot. This is serious. I'm, you can go and check it out on, on Instagram. There's this one crazy person. Um, and they make pictures where Gal Gadot is shooting Amy Adams just because she plays low I don't know. Right? These people don't think, right? <laughs> and the thing is, no, this isn't what one... If you are at least a Wonder Woman fan, you should be respecting... If not, even if you don't like Lois Lane, just respect her. Respect her fans. Well, and so that's what my problem with that is: is that it's the DC execs who hate Lois's guts. Exactly. Won't allow her in the main continuity. I mean, we've got creators who obviously know Lois Lane; they love her, they adore her. And you know, you got Dan Jurgens, Keith Giffen, Jeff Lemire, uh, Brian Azzarello. You've got who refused to write the Fomance, by the way. I mean, they've never written the Fomance ever, and they wrote. You know, Giffen and Jurgens wrote Superman. Now they're writing New 52. There ain't no Fomans in the New 52, honey. Sorry, it ain't happening. Um, you've got um, Tom Taylor. You've got, uh, who else? Um, well, look at new people. Marguerite Bennett. Uh, right. This, this lady well, who ever wrote Sensations. Right. You've I'm got two silly. young adult female authors, successful, obviously. Who writes Lois Lane? Hello, I mean, do the guys who absolutely? I mean, it it blows my mind. I think okay, people say, well, you can't say that they hate Lois. No, I actually can because they're not utilizing her, and they just basically beat her down again. I mean, when she doesn't even have a PR team on her book a month before it's published, and something they just disappeared into the ether. I mean. Something has to be done. It's not like that's no way to run a business. And it, it definitely is a way to uh, suppress a character and to tell her fans to go F off. Mm-hmm. So you want to start with Lois haters. Let's start at the top. Right. And, and that's the thing is, you know, because they're at the top, these Lois haters in DC Comics, it's filtering through in the comics, and they are catering to the fans that he, they are catering to the bad side of fandom. Okay, to every good side there is a bad side. You know, to every friend you find, you find a hundred enemies. Okay, and the thing is, why? Why are you catering to these people? These people don't even buy the books. I don't think they're even catering to them. I think they're just catering to their own egos. Well, he doesn't right. need Lois Lane. He doesn't right. need a like, woman in his story. He ha- Superman has been stripped of all female influence in his in his stories in the New 52, in main continuity. Wonder Woman, right. Wonder Woman doesn't count as a female. She's basically, in the New 52, she's a guy with boobs. Right. And a she's, magic vagina. Yeah, she's not this this woman who assesses the threat, cleans up the mess, and keeps the peace. In one in 
in Superman Wonder Woman in London is in in flaming pieces and she is more worried about going dancing than assessing or cleaning up the threat and keeping the peace. Yeah, just let okay. the do it. Yeah, and, and that sort of thought filtered into action comics where Superman's like, let the peop- let the humans do it. Look how hard they're working. <laughs> you know, it's really bringing back his humanity. Yeah, and, you know, um, when I asked uh, Drake Pack, well, what's that all about? You know, he can help people faster. You know, and that's what Superman did previously. When there was a... I mean, if you go and look at Up, Up and Away, or... Um, yeah, he always cleaned up his mess. He he always cleaned up. He always helped the people. No matter, he, I mean, he had a bruised eye. He had broken ribs and whatever. You know, he still helped people. Right? So, I, you know, I was, like, very taken aback by that. That's what, you know, I was like... That's one of the scenes I hate in action comics. Is that so scene where he's just... Say? Sorry? What did Greg say? Oh, Greg said that, um, oh, well, he thought it was touching that Superman, uh, you know, admired human ingenuity. And I'm like, uh, if he, if we found out that Superman wasn't helping us, we'd all be pissed. And he's like, oh, well, I didn't think about it that way. Well, why wouldn't you? And I'm like, whatever, whatever, you know. Because oh, clearly this human. guy did not get it. He, and as a human, he was dressed as Clark with a beard. And mm. he's standing there, just standing with his arm on the shovel, not even working as a human being. Now, that's slouching. And, you know, if he came to help, why in the heck did he need help in a human capacity? That's not right. admiring humans doing something ingenuity. Whatever. <laughs> he's, he's a deadbeat. You know, like the king feigns to admire the peasantry as they clean up his mess. Exactly. You know, I kept, I kept saying, I keep saying this, that it's the gods looking down upon the petty humans, the mere mortals, and that's not what we want from Superman. No. We don't want him to be a god. We don't want him to be injustice of man because that's where they're taking him. To be the, 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 the Ubermunch, you know, the the Overman. Actually I liked Overman better than I liked the New Fifty Two Superman. True, true. Oh, you know, at least he understood and realized his mistakes. Right. And even though it took him time he realized what a mistake he had made and, you know, what he, he was doing was wrong. It, it showed that Superman can still be Superman, even yes, if he even was if raised by... Nazi. Yeah. Even if he was raised by Adolf Hitler or, and, you know, raised to be the, 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 the you know, the Nazi Superman. Right, right. He, he still had humanity in him enough to see his mistake. And to right. rectify it, or right. well, not rectified, but you know, to try and rectify. It. And well, that's he actually, he actually had introspection. He actually saw that what he was doing wasn't actually great for everybody. Right, and he realized that his life wasn't lived fully. He didn't have love. 
Right. He didn't have uh, a purpose. He didn't, you know, he realized all of that. Mm-hmm. So, exactly, you know, I would take over man over Superman, New 52, right about now. Yeah, I would too. Don't have to have Jim Lee draw him either. No, no, you know, because then we'll never get an issue. Oh, hell no. Um, okay, so we saved the best for last, even though uh, um, Sensation Comics was pretty good. New 52, Future's End, number 44, has, like, one of the best... I mean, that should be a freaking poster. Um, yes. Superman oh. is holding uh, the miniaturized New York on his shoulders. I mean, Dang you it. know the comic is good when even the the cover starts off well. So, And look at the veins in them arms. Yes! Now we're talking... Yeah, and he's got biceps and triceps and oof. Yeah. He's just oof. I want that as a poster. I want somebody to like Photoshop out the the names for me. Right. So that I can probably just print it myself and I'll probably try and Photoshop it. <laughs> you know how much I gripe about action comics having the bearded Superman? But you know in the new fifty two Superman, I like it because he's not in the suit, he's in the jeans and the T shirt and the cape. And right. he's not, you know, he's doing what he can. He's actually Superman. And that one picture where he's taken off and the jet fighters are around near him, I've get that's my background for my tablet. And it's a real close up of his face. And every morning when I come I'm like, Oh hi Clarky, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's that's um the the background for my phone. So yeah. when when I answer my alarm, that's the first picture that comes up. So um oh. you see, we have some little there we go. Um, of course, this takes place five years from now. So, and it, we've this is the forty fourth issue, so, and it comes out every week. So it's almost a year old. So um, you have Mister Terrific looking at his Megatron stuff. He's looking at all the stuff that's going on. New York has been domed and um, is rising into the air because um, Brainiac, whatever. Uh, but is doing his thing, you know. He, he takes Charlie the David as mementos. Yeah, he's doing like a yeah, motorcycle thing. Um, but we do get to see one panel of one of the screens has Superman and Lois Lane in it. <gasps> They're actually in the same space. And it's on several different. There was like okay, there's a top panel, and then the bottom one, even though it's lighter and stuff because it's farther away, but it's this. That's right there by Batman's head, okay? Yes, it's right there by Batman's. We can spot it. We can spot the Superman and Lois. Now we have Lois Lane narrating, which is always nice. And she says, I'm witnessing the impossible. Brainiac is stealing New York City. The physics of this act seem inexplicable, yet it's happening. What we wonder most, how it can be stopped. And, you know, every time I think about Brainiac stealing New York City, I think. Yeah, pretty much they. Everybody moved to L.A., didn't they? Hmm. Well, in the next panel, I don't know if you picked this up. Um, in the next page, sorry. Um, when we get to there, the building that's falling. Yeah. It's DC Comics, isn't it? 
Exactly, 1700 uh, Broadway in Broadway. DC Comics. So, there you go. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah, so maybe this is their commentary about the move. Um, and, and and Superman screaming, move. <laughs> move. I don't know how much like I can take keep this together. Yeah, really. Um, Lois, um, while Brainiac's trying to drive the Harley Davidson New York City kind uh, <laughs> of space, uh, Lois says, can I just, <laughs> he's got a motorcycle thing there, whatever. He says, she says, did I just hear what I think I heard? Our chances of survival are basically zero unless Superman could come through just as he did five years ago. So, apparently he came through, even though the Earth 2 war was supposedly four years ago, but maybe it's five years now, I don't know. So Clark does save the building, but um, things are falling in, part of it is falling in space, and he heat visions it, and he says, I need to resolve this so I can move on. So he basically... Hello? Hello? Are you going to go away now? Yep, she went away. So anyway, he um, heat visions the building so it'll stay up and connects all the dots there. And he says, this will buy time while I take down Brainiac. And that's a pretty nice panel of him flying in the air. Um, very well drawn Superman, uh, not uh, looking like he malnutritioned or whatever. Um, I mean, that last week it was awful. I mean, he looked even his beard looked like a hillbilly beard. He didn't look like Clark at all. So um, we have Madison um, asking, you know. The invasion that took place five years ago, she's asking Jason, what did they do? And Jason says, follow Superman's lead, Madison. Uh, Firestorm has to prevent these buildings from coming down. So they're using their abilities. Plus, Dr. Polaris is uh, helping as well with his um, beams that he uses. And Madison, any debris that's falling in the air, she's turning them into pillows. She's she's just really new at this, and you know she's either doing teddy bears or something like pillows, so really nice fluffy squishy stuff. And uh, she says, "You're sure sure this will hold?" And Jason says, "For a while, but if Superman doesn't stop Brainiac, nothing we do will matter." And Superman flies in, and hold on, Tej is coming back. Hello. 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 Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I, I changed my earphone because the one was getting hot. And next thing I knew, I was disconnected. <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> Superman comes flying in, and the actual piece of the Harley-Davidson steering mechanism says the Kryptonian approaches, so it must be the big bad, uh, Brainiac. Uh, and so they're going to institute defense protocol Sigma-5. Uh, in the meantime, uh, poor Tim is being drawn by the same guy who drew, <laughs> drew Superman last week because he's got the hillbilly beard and he looks like he's dropped a couple, well, in his case, 25 pounds. Um, he, no, he dropped like 50 pounds. No, Superman and, dropped 50 pounds, but Tim only dropped 25, I think. And Pasty looks like 
she's non-existent. Wait, oh, yeah, these aren't the Someone, best. whoever draws this, whoever, I'm so sorry, you, you, you draw better than I do. But, um, yeah, you, you need drunk. to feed your no. character. You need to feed your characters like chicken or something. I don't know, you know, even buy chicken, something. Well, the beards like, the beards look like hillbilly beards rather than, you know. Normal beards. And, yeah. And the beards all stick out. They're like, literally he took the pencil and went. Uh, I'm so sorry to this artist, whoever you are. Yeah, that was a rush job. So anyway, so they're saying maybe it's best to leave the present to a monster. And so Brother I um, has found the target um, and uh, is communicating, I believe, with uh, Joker Bat from 35 years in the future. Meanwhile, parts of buildings are falling down and... So, um, some guy is sitting in front of the uh, (laughs) store, or, you know, Mr. Terrific store, because the youth spheres are supposed to come out today, and he's getting his. Well, this is a reflection of any time that their iPhone come out, you see people just go nuts, and they all, like, camp out and stuff, and it's like, for three days. It is. It's never crazy. It's never that crazy in South Africa. We all are very civil. We order our iPhones. And then we just go pick it up. Well, they do that on purpose. It's just ridiculous. You know, it's like, you know, Black Friday here and Christmas and stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, we it's had ridiculous. our first Black Friday. We had our first ever Black Friday because uh, Walmart came over to South Africa and it was oh. crazy. We've never seen crazy shopping like that. Ridiculous. My mom, my mother and father only came home at um, eleven thirty at night. Oh no! I was like, I, I kept phoning them, and I'm like, "Are you okay? Did something happen? Did the store lock you up?" Like, oh, crazy, crazy, so, crazy. Superman. Again, we see that's a really nice panel of him flying through the air. I like that panel. Mm. Uh, and Mr. The, and he's surrounded by purple. How symbolic. Huh? He's surrounded by purple. Who has purple, Holly? Yeah, but no, this is Brainiac. This is the whole deal. Yeah, I know that Brainiac purple, but we can we can take what we get. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Miss um the Adam shows up with Mr. Terrific and Batman. And so, while Superman tries to save everybody's carcasses, um, the Atom has calibrated his equipment, and he's hit a snag. And so, it's like, no matter how many servers they have, they're not enough. And so then, Batman says, yes, there is. So, okay, enlighten us when Batman... So, he's going to use Brother Eye. So, this may be what happens. Um, exactly. I think yeah. I think the future is playing out exactly the way it's supposed to because it's like, you know, no operating system can can handle this algorithm that he has um, right. calibrated for. I'm using all these fancy technical terms. Um, you know, this algorithm that he has um, to take down Brainiac, and Batman initiates Brother Eye. Now, if we if you've read the first issue, 
the whole world goes to hell because of Brother I. So. Right. And that's why Terry was sent back before <laughs> but Terry's got... just, but, What? But Terry's too, Terry's too preoccupied with snogging with plastique. Yeah, they get to kiss all the time, and Clark and Lois never do. And, you know, so he's not doing his job. Yeah, really. He's getting some, so I don't know. Um, it shows where his brains are. So Brainiac attacks Clark, and uh, Lois says, my God, if Superman can't save us, who will? And so Clark's going, no, I said no. Get him, Clark. Get him, get him, get him. He says, I went to the mat in defense of this planet once, and I'll do it again. You are done. And so he slugs the big guy at the Harley Davidson. And, of course, when he hits him, you get to see all these other incarnations of Brainiac. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're working with the multiverse here. And he lands in the street. And, okay, before he slugs him, um, while he's slugging him, it's sort of like the orange, if you look around Brainiac, um, it's like the cracks in the multiverse. Because it's like literally cracking as he... So Superman really super punched him. Because right. you get um, you get the Futures Ends Brainiac, and then you get like these, you know, back images that's all getting punched, uh, and then you get the Brainiac that was in Doom. Right. Then you get the Brainiac that was in Jeff Johns' Brainiac run. Right. Then you get uh, the Bronze Age Brainiac, which was yeah, a robot. The, yeah, the one well, and, Man of Tomorrow. Right, Man of, Man of Tomorrow. And then, and then you get the original Brainiac that appeared, which was basically like a green Lex Luthor yeah. from the Silver Age. Right. And so... Yeah. So the you know Doomy Brainiac lands in the middle of well, maybe Broadway for all I know. Superman's <laughs> he's a little dot above him, but he's still gonna kick his butt. <laughs> and so they have a damage analysis, unnecessary seven seconds to full rest, full restoration. So um, let's see. So the Atom, who's also very small, is like, hey, big fellow, hold still. I promise this will only hurt a little bit. And so he's there. He's riding on a few spirit bubble, whatever. And um, so they he um, Doomy Brainiac tries to go into defensive mode. And apparently, whatever um, uh, the atom did, it turns all the youth spheres into all the youth spheres are talking like. Um, Brother Ryan, it says, negative, error, error, I am here, I have shut down, defenses, I am in control. <laughs> That's kind of scary. And, and so, Cap, or Captain Adam, the Adam says, we're <laughs> kidding, Holt, everyone has one of these use spheres, there are millions of these things, and Mr. Trick says, Brother I has Brainiac's defenses confused, it's time, Palmer, and Palmer says, I told you, call me the Adam, beep. So, weapon of mass reduction activated. So they're going to shrink New York City, apparently. And, and, no, no, they uh, shrink. They shrink Brainiac. They shrink. Brainiac. They cover him with. They cover him with all these youth uh, spheres, and then. And then that enables them to shrink him down, because they use the atoms, 
uh, technology. Right. And so we see clerks laying in the air going, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> and he's I'm thinking, Brainiac, <laughs> Brainiac's device has shut down. And so you see the the fighter jets come in, and New York City is like in the air with a dome around it. And um, somebody says, I have no answer to that, Tiger Eye. General, we're getting reports of earthquakes all over the world. Dear God in heaven, is this the end of us all? Probably. Anyway, so everybody's cheering <laughs> on Superman down on the street level as he takes off again into the air, or I guess he goes down into the underground. And they say, out of way, Superman, you saved us again. Uh, I am so not sure about this. And Clark's going through the earth like you know, like he did in uh, Superman 2. And he says, unless I can come up with something fast, the city has no chance. Go, yeah. See, this is exactly what the problem is. If New York City is indeed DC offices, DC comics, and Superman's going, unless I can come up with something fast, Superman, <laughs> the city has no chance. Yeah, there we go. Oh yeah. So, uh, Brainiac is shrinking, and um, meanwhile, the city is crumbling. So, but the city is falling. See, these people are in the dumb city of New York, and it's fly, you know falling in the air. So, Clark. Um, Let's see. Batman's like, uh, Adam says, Batman, hold. It worked, but the city is falling. Mobilized with Justice League. And Batman says, no need. No need. Are you crazy? He'll stop it. It's what he does. Okay, so they all have great faith in Superman. Even though, like, you know, didn't even send him a postcard when he was in Africa, probably. <laughs> so, uh, how is that? Plastique? Uh, that's, that's really funny because the postal services are on strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be getting all this back mail. Uh, so Equinox is worried, apparently. And so, meanwhile, Clark's keeping at it, you know, because that's what he does. And so the jet fighters are saying, I never felt so helpless in my life. New York City is going down, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. And somebody says, wait. Right, New, New York City is falling out of the sky. And Superman is drilling as fast as he can through the, through the earth to get underneath New York City. Yeah, I don't understand that either. So anyway, somebody says, wait, is that? It is, Superman. They go, Superman, he's back just in time to save us. Superman for president. Meanwhile, we see Clark um, holding up New York City. And Lois says, I knew he could do it. Somehow that makes me feel guilty. How do you ever relax and enjoy life when you're the ultimate answer to every problem? Okay. That pretty much defines what a Superman story should, why Superman needs a full life right there. Mm-hmm. If all he's good for is saving every problem, being the ultimate answer to every problem, then you need to give him a full life so you can see him relax and enjoy life at the same time. Right. And this is the fundamental flaw with the format. Right. Because he is 24-7 Superman. Right. There is no there is no break. There is no enjoying life relaxing, right? Because as 
the thing is with well, Superman when he was with Lois Lane, there was normality. There was right. a life. Right. A human life. A life yep. where he could relax. Yeah, I just thought this line was just such a up yours to the new fifty two and their concept mm. of Superman. It's like how do Definitely. you ever relax and enjoy life when you're the ultimate answer to every problem? And unless Superman relaxes and enjoys life at some point, he's going to, like we've been saying ever since the New 52, psychologically and emotionally, he's a wreck. Right. And why would you you want a wreck to have superpowers? Excuse me. Right. And, and you know, this was tackled in in Smallville. Um... You know, when Lois is having doubts about getting married, even though they're the worst breaker of course, because she's still wearing his necklace. Well, and his ring. And and his ring, of course. And his ring, you know. Clark won't take it back, so she's got to keep it. I don't even think she gave it back to him. She she tried to. (laughs) And, And so anyway, worst breaker of ever. And... So, you know, even though Blondie says this line, she says, he's not God, Lois. He needs time to relax, to be human, and that's what he's going to get with you, right? What you're expecting, right. because cause Lois Lane was all, uh, she, she, you know, she was all about, um, she had just received, as a gift from Jor-El, um, his powers for 24, hour, for 24 hours, I think it was 24 hours, and so she saw his life through her eyes. And she was like, well, he always needs to be out there. He always needs to be fixing everything. How can I be, you know, I feel guilty for for keeping him away, for saving people. And, you know, even though I say Blondie said this line, um, she's right. You know, he needs to relax. He needs to he needs a life. have. He needs, he needs to have a life. Exactly. And well, that's they what the new 52 took away from him. Yes. And they discussed it on top of the roof of the Daily Planet at Emma's Clark, remember? She said, you know, if you don't do something, you think you're being selfish. If you want right. to apply. And then, and then the, the, one of my favorite lines is she says, I'm in your way. Right? And he says, you're not in my way, Lois. You're by my side. No, they go. Yeah, I was just going to say, you had Tom Welling saying that line with his genie blue eyes, and you're like, oh. Green eyes. Well, they look blue to me. I know. Um, and this is what I never understand. In the New 52, oh, they're so boss about business and everything. You had um, over a million Smallville fans coming into the New 52. Their show had ended in May of 2011. You gave them Flashpoint and the New 52 Superman. Then, because Brian asked in March of 2011, he had a, he wanted to continue the show in a comic book. John says, well, we're going to be doing a reboot. Almost a year later, after the show ended, then they did Smallville. 
Mm-hmm. So basically they told all those Smallville fans, oh, well, you're not going to get the Superman that you you think you're going to get. You're going to get this other guy. A million fans. Over a million fans. Oh, but well, whatever Superman think, fans didn't think... watch Super Smallville, then you get them too. But no, they. Uh, who's running this stupid company? <laughs> I don't understand. You had over a million fans hungry for more Superman. Plus, you had the people who didn't actually watch Smallville, who also liked Superman, and you told all those people, oh, we just want new readers. Well, some of those people were new readers, and you gave them that. No Clark Kent. They just watched Clark Kent for 10 years. I don't get it. Right. You just had 10 seasons of Smallville developing Clark Kent, and we were wanting to come into uh, comics to read Superman. Right, the continuation of, of that. And, I mean, I was one of those people. I was one of those new new readers. Yes, fair enough, I was reading, uh, you know, a few comics beforehand. But like I said, I didn't get all the Superman. When I could, I got Superman comics, right? But for me, Smallville was and still is my Superman, right? Mm-hmm. It's It's what made me really, really love the character. And so when I came into the New 52, I really, I was all gung-ho. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to buy all these comics. And I was like, the hell? He's not with Lois? <laughs> I just went through Smallville, okay? They just got together, okay? What? <laughs> yeah, they they missed opportunities. These guys are infamous for it they don't do their homework they don't obviously no one does the numbers and they needed somebody to go in and say guys do you realize that we've got this potential right here and you are just throwing it away for what it doesn't make sense so anyway in the book brainy anyway i just want to i just want to say this line because i want to get it right because um I don't want the small little fans to come off me. Um, so Chloe tells Lois, he can't listen all the time, Lois. He's not God. He can't be aware of every bird or blade of grass, okay? He's a man. And sometimes he needs to not listen. He needs to rest, to love, to laugh. And when he finally does decide to take to the skies, he's going to need you to keep him grounded. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what the, the the new fifty-two is lacking. It's lacking someone that's making him laugh, making him love. You know, because he and Wonder Woman, that is not a love relationship. I'm sorry, fomancers, go no. read a go read a no. Superman Wonder Woman comic and see what real love is. Okay, go watch a Wonder Woman Superman porn somewhere because that's all they want. True. That's they don't want love. True. So they've shrunk Brainiac and they put him in a youth sphere, which I don't think is the best mm-hmm. place for him. 
No. <laughs> like the the worst hiding place. <laughs> so the Adam says threat neutralized. Guys, I think we saved the day. Yeah, maybe for maybe an hour, but you know, we've got thirty five years in the future that oh hell breaks loose. So that's how this issue ends. Um next week I don't know, it looks like Superman's there. Maybe Superman destroys all the youth here. That would be nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's, yeah, Mr. Terrific. And Clark is in the next issue, apparently, because he's in the sky. But we got Mr. Terrific Batman, and, of course, Brother Eye. And is that Wonder Woman? Who has that? With the sword. Yeah. That is Amethyst. Amethyst? Okay. All right. I wondered. Um, but I think that just for the cover, for Clark being Superman, and also for that line, how do you ever relax and enjoy life when you're the ultimate answer to every problem, is, it makes, like, the New 52 brilliant. Now, we can't say no, that... No, not the New 52. Not the New F- Future's End. Okay. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is is that in within the New 52 era, it's Dan Jurgens, Keith Giffen, Brian Azzarello, and Jeff Lemire, who are basically saving Superman's ass in the New 52. My opinion. Right, and they're, and they're saving his butt with Lois Lane. Yeah. I mean, they're the narrative his mythology. Is, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're saving his mythology. They're making him the hero. They're making him... Risk it all to save Earth, and they're making Lois. I mean, there's this, there's this line, I can't remember who said it, but he says, the importance of Lois Lane is that you see, through her eyes, you see the wonder of Superman. Right. Well, and, and so, also, also in Future's End, you've got to remember that Clark is not, doesn't even want to hear Batman's name. And it's because mm. Batman used him as a weapon. Mhm. And so, if you're the ultimate a- answer or the ultimate we- weapon to every problem, and you've been betrayed, then you're not gonna. You don't. He went off to have a, a life in Africa, hiding out in Africa. He was helping people and stuff. He's actually had a life. You know, it wasn't a whole life. It wasn't a full life, but it was a life. Because he did not want to be used as the ultimate answer to every problem. And Batman basically probably, you know, screwed up their friendship by using Clark in that fashion. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Clark didn't have anybody because the New 52 won't allow him to have anybody. Wonder Woman's yeah. not anybody for him. They killed his parents. They won't allow Lois within, you know, ten books of him. You know, but Jimmy gets to know the secret, of course. Well, he could have, like, you know, hung out with Jimmy for four years, I suppose. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Jimmy really helped him when Batman used him. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, what's he going to go crying to Jimmy? Jimmy, Batman used me. (laughs) Maybe you should go to Africa and live for a while. I mean, is that what happened? Really? <laughs> See, 
the the pros, the guys who actually know the character and can write them and have written him brilliantly, are saving the DCU. While in main continuity, they are just chopping up Superman right and left. They're castrating him and make sure Jimmy's got you know, he's got to tell Jimmy his secret because he got fingerless gloves. I don't know. <laughs> Why did he tell Jimmy? Was there a burning desire? Why is there a burning desire to tell Jimmy? I still don't know. Well, give them somebody to talk to. Yeah, well, what's Jimmy going to do? Dude, remember that time we were playing Warcraft? And, I mean, really? Jimmy has no world view. Jimmy has no life experience other than his Deadbeat parents were billionaires and gave him the money so that he could keep it for them. And then he gave it all away. <laughs> and so Clark felt the need to tell Jimmy his secret. I'm sitting there, are you freaking kidding me? So, I'm sorry to see the new future's end. end. I mean, right now, I'm happy. True. Yeah. True. I mean, I said, you know, future, and I, I've got a calendar up, so I've got how many weeks, you know, it's got, and it, it's only got one, two, three, four weeks left, and I'm like, no, why? Why? Yeah, it goes to 40, what, 8? Yeah. 48, yeah. 45, 46, 47, 48, yep. April 1st and is so- the last issue. And so I'm like, you know, this is what we want. We want the, we don't want, okay, I would not mind Dan Joseph's writing Superman. Uh, I don't think he, he, he could he, do what he wanted if he with could. the character. Right, because the thing is, I just want somebody to write Superman. And I'm afraid that in June, we're not going to get that. Well, okay, you could have the best writer and the best artist, but if editorial doesn't want something done, it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's not the writers or the creators. It's what editorial wants that's the problem. Right. We no, want to totally put agree. Superman in a love triangle. Where is the freaking love triangle? I keep saying it. It's super. It's Superman and Wonder Woman's multiple personalities. Well, that's the only thing it could be. Okay, so did they think? Oh well, you know, we'll do it with Trevor. Well, we can't do it with Trevor because of this. Well, we'll do it with Lois. Well, no, we definitely can't do it with Lois because then you know you get the dip. I mean, if you did it with Superman, Lois Lane, and Wonder Woman, you've got the Silver Age, Lois Lane, Superman, and Lana Lang right there. That's been done to death. Now, it would have been smarter to have Wonder Woman trying to decide between Superman and Steve Trevor, and you got a hint of that when she was inside Firestorm. But they haven't really played it out in main continuity at all. Yeah, I mean, because when he Steve, did, Steve Trevor, because of the way he's written by Sterling Gates right now, or, or, or rather, in you know, August, he was when he had written, he would steamroll over Superman. 
I mean, he was a hero and a half. Yeah, and then he shows up in the fomance, and 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 it soul makes him talk like eighth grader. Oh, Steve, don't say that. <laughs> oh, Steve, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, that is the that is the only voice. The voice Holly just did now for Wonder Woman. That is the only voice that you to read her in the comics. <laughs> oh, gosh. So no fomance until April 1st. April Fool's! Uh, we need... Oh. <laughs> you know, we need to tell um, Maya from... Henry <laughs> Cavill yeah. online that she's going to flip... She can speak out. Huh? She's going to what? She will flip and she will flip and freak out. Sorry, I was laughing so hard. Well, okay. But if it's an April Fool's joke, wouldn't it be funny? Tomasi goes, and, and they go, oh, yeah, well, I'm really seeing Lois. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad April uh, Fool's joke, y'all. <laughs> the the fomance isn't was all a joke. He he comes out of the shower. We get a Bobby moment. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Clark and Lois in the shower, and Jimmy found them. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's how Jimmy discovers the secret. <laughs> Lois is so, Lois is playing with with Clarkical in the shower, and the whole fomance was a complete. If they do that on April first, I will, I will sing, sweet, you know, praises. I will be like, thank you. I guess we should see what's on next week. Um, Superman, Superman is back, and he just saved New York City, and he saved DC Comics buildings. <sighs> Too bad they're all moving to LA. Marvel still has a building in offices in New York, but. DC's moving completely to LA. What does that tell you? I hate corporations. Well, um, um, I read on Bleeding Cool mm-hmm. that they had 177 employees and only 70 are going through to um, California. Now, are those all the editorial staff that were supposed to move to LA, or was that? Oh, no, I other don't people know. are going to stay in New York. No, the other people have lost their jobs because they're re-advertising in... Um, L.A. In L.A., yeah. And Ricky Purden, who is the um, editor on, on Multiversity, right. he, he has moved to Marvel. So he will not be with DC come June. Really? Mm-hmm. Multiversity will be his last thing that he's doing for DC. Yeah, corporate, I hope you're happy. And, I mean, if you read Ricky Purden's tweets, he's all about Superman, so... Yeah. Well, I guess he's a Superman guy. Yeah, classic Superman, you know. They cut him loose, and he's going to Marvel. Okay, so next week for your rating... Whatever. Uh, we have Bizarro. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bizarro number 40. Um, World's End 23. Oh, wait a minute. Why are they doing this to me? I hate DC's website. It sucks. Come on. 
Uh, now I wasn't interested in those anyway. Let's see. Uh, we don't do Justice League United. Um, more of a comment. Okay. When is... Okay. Scooby-Doo uh, team-up will come out digitally this Wednesday. The print supposedly came out last Wednesday. Don't know. Right. Uh, I I don't know because oh my comic book store doesn't it's not a comic book store anymore. So. Right. Right. Because of the foamance. Yeah, because they they literally said um, they did their own studies and they saw that in South Africa, Superman is a more popular character than Batman. Of my country. Um, and so and so they invested and ordered more comics that were Superman orientated. Right. Uh, the only Batman comics they would order was Batman mm-hmm. and, by Scott Snyder and Harley Quinn. Right. Right. And but they brought in every single super Superman Superman action comics, Fomance and Supergirl. And because people were now I I keep saying I don't know if this works everywhere or if it was just for like international stores or whatever, but they had to order in bulk for so many months in advance. Right. So one so they had to order because one person wanted the Tomasi uh run on the foamance. They had to order fifteen copies. Right, because one person wanted it, and this person didn't turn up to pick up the comic because right. then they phoned through and they say they phoned through and they say they bought the digital and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they had already ordered mm-hmm. in advance to take them to uh, February, right to the end right. of February. And so they said now they have all this, because of all that bulk ordering, they bulk ordered Superman, uh, Supergirl, Action, and the Fomance. And so it's 15 copies each, right? So that's 30, 60 comics, right, a month. Right, right. And it's not selling. Right. And for them, it's running at a loss because it's a lot of money, right, 60 comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... So for them, they ran at such a big loss that they had to close down their comic book section, and now they're just dealing with um, games. It's not a comic book store anymore. What they do bring in is, you know, the Funko, um, uh, you know, the figures. The little figures, yeah. They bring in the little figurines, they bring in the collector figurines and that sort of thing, but they don't deal with comics anymore. Hmm. So thank you, DC. Thank you, DC, for for killing my my comic book store. Very good, dude. Uh, Jimmy Olsen number 39 comes out Wednesday. (laughs) Jimmy Olsen number 39. (laughs) Future Zen 45 comes out Wednesday. And World's Finest 32 comes out Thursday. It's the death of Lois Lane, which we already knew about because it's Earth 2. We got some previews of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so. and and we got previews, and it really just it made me disheartened because 
they're making a kryptonite sword. I mean, I can just see that being turned around and used on clock. And I'm like, yeah, it really. Bruce where, where and Diana, where are your brains? Yeah, well, you know, Batman thinks that the Apocalyptians are probably Kryptonian. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, and it's like, are you crazy? Are you nuts? This this is going to turn around and bite you in the butt so bad. I can just yeah. see that. And I'm just waiting for that sword to go through Superman and for me to start crying. And, I mean, you just know it's going to be bad. Oh, yeah. And so... And Lois dies. And Lois dies. So I'm like, you know, but, but still, this comic is still better than anything I've read, so... And that's because, you know, a vet is writing it. Who knows the man? Who knows Lois Lane? Right. So. And I I did love that one panel in the preview that we got where uh, Lois says, I had my doubts about Diana. It wasn't a jealousy thing. Mm. You know, Clark Clark said she was beautiful, but she was barely human. (laughs) I was. Uh, laughing my hat off there. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> She's barely human! And She's barely old. human. She wasn't, Clark's not into older women, especially centuries old. Yes, yes. Clark's not o- into older women, especially centuries older. <laughs> no, like, burn. <laughs> go, Paul, go. Um, so, we'll have quite a bit to read next week. Can't wait for that oh. Jimmy Olsen issue. Yes, that's why I got the hate messages from the fomancers because I posted right. that. Because I posted that 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 you know she had a doubt about Diana and she's barely human and Clark isn't into older women. He didn't write it. All of it. Exactly. I was like, but I didn't write this. This isn't a comic. I just posted it and we're like, oh no. You must die because you don't ship Superman and Wonder Woman. Like, okay. <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman hasn't done anything for me. Yeah, it's made me depressed. I'm not going to ship this thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's death culture through and through. Like, no. There's no love in the New 52. There is no love in the New 52. There's no romance in the New 52. Mm-mm. Well, they put Superman and Wonder Definitely Woman. Not. Yeah, they just put them together. It wasn't like there was no big romance. They're getting to know each other, but at the same time, she's taking pot shots at him every chance she gets. And he's like, "Diana, here's a flower. Be sure to oil it." <laughs> like really, it's strange. Like you. Oh, so romantically, so romantic. I know. I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? And the only time they kiss snog is in public. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe a that's a good thing because time. if they ever snugged in public, there would be an outcry so loud because they can't do that to Lois. They can't. They cannot do that to Lois. You know, they. I don't care how many times they kick him to the curb. There's still the legacy of Lois staring down at them going, you evil bastards. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do that and still make money. 
because I am Superman woman. He is a man. I can just see Lois Lane staring at them and saying, I'm Lois Lane. I'm the queen of this damn universe. And Superman is my king. And if you don't believe it, just ask him. He'll tell you. No, Lois is number one, baby. I mean, you know, you get lines like in Superman, you know, basically he says Lois is his heart's desire. Excuse me. Hello. Okay. (laughs) We have no heart's desire in the new 52 at all. The New 52 is basically pretty pictures of battles. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even that pretty. No. And that's it. Now, I'm I'm talking main continuity. I'm not talking, like, you know, Future's End, which is trying to fix things and actually make people care about these characters once again. I'm talking about main continuity. I'm talking about main continuity, Superman action, the foamy. What else we got? That's it, right? And that's it. There's, yeah. There's no heart because they won't let Clark have his heart, and Clark works out of his heart first. He doesn't save people because he has these freaking powers. He can be a freaking villain in that case. He does things because he cares. He has a heart. He has compassion. He. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to save people from harm, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, whatever. Clark just has a real heart for people. He's not allowed to have a heart in the New 52. He Mm -hmm. just has to snog Wonder Woman and battle his ass off 24-7. Right. I mean, he's so heartless. He's so heartless. He... He visioned people's eyes Yeah. Okay. People may laugh at that, but, I mean, that's pretty cruel. You just, he visioned a person's living away. Because especially with a blogger and a journalist in today's world, that's you're going to need property. that. Exactly. You're gonna that. Need that. You're going to need that to post your stories to, to, to get ahead and because that's the new age of journalism. And well, and he did it for the wrong reason. That's just it. If if it was a drug deal going down and, they, and somebody hit a button on a on an iPad and he fried the iPad and it would save people's lives and, you know, that kind of thing, I could see that. But he did it so Kat can get the story on this frivolous actress. Right, because Kat Grant is too slow to move. I mean, she had, like, no internet connection or something. And I'm like, you know, no, Clark wouldn't even do that for Lois. Well, first of all, Lois wouldn't let him. You know, she'd be first of up all, that actress's butt with a flashlight already. <laughs> first of all, Lois would have, you know, been, she would have a backup to post a story. She'd post it from her nifty little phone with her apps there. Or, you know, she's she's savvy, let's put it that way. So she would know how to, to get about it. The reason why he does it is because Cat Grant isn't a journalist. She doesn't know how to do all of that. So he does it to, to um, enable Cat to get ahead of the curve. And 
He doesn't even do that for Lois. No. He's never done that for Lois. That would be using his powers improperly. Exactly. See, the new 52 Superman is how not to do Superman. Right, right, totally. It is. I mean, you know, George Perez is going, I don't know what they kept and what they didn't keep. I don't know what they changed or what. I left the book because I had had it. Apparently, I didn't know who Superman was. This is from the guy who written Superman forever. Dan Jurgens, Keith Giffen took over. Dan Jurgens and Keith Giffen took over for the next six issues. Giffen left because he had to go help the Didier with his book again. And Dan's like, okay, well, we're going to give him a love interest. Well, no, that didn't really happen because, you know, they had this whole Wonder Woman, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so, you know, his last page was, you know, this whole splash page with Clark deciding he's going to have a fun. Yeah, not happening. He's going to be miserable in the new 52 because he has no heart or soul. He has no spirit. He's afraid. He's alone. He He's grieving because, you know, he doesn't have a life. But he's dating Wonder Woman and kissing her in public. The new 52 Superman is how to do Superman wrong. Right, so you know, I'm just waiting for, like, Superman to manifest and go and punch <laughs> whoever was in charge. I'm, I'm telling you, I just want Superman to manifest. I want all no. our hopes and dreams to no. bring him to life. No, here's I what I want. I want Lois to manifest. I want her to walk in the room and kick everybody's ass. <laughs> Or just get Henry Cavill to go in. No, 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 no. It has to be Lois. It has to be a female. Okay. Because you know what they do to females in the DCU? It has to be Lois Lane. Yeah. It has to be Lois Lane. It has to be a female to kick all those misogynist bastards in the ass. Right. Okay. So we'll get all the Lois Lanes who are all kick-ass women. In their own right. Amy Adams will just scare them. <laughs> just need to no, no. them. Did you see how Scott Lobdell was all over her at the Man of Steel premiere? He was creeping all over here, all over her. Yeah, was I was like, Did you see that photo? I was yeah. like, Dude. I was like, get away from him. He's writing Superman badly. Amy, he's writing that Wonder Woman's dating Superman. Right, and we all know what we all know what Amy Adams thinks about that. She was like, "Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's just so wrong." Yeah, everybody thinks it's so wrong, and it has nothing to do with a water cooler chatter or whatever. <laughs> we, we still God. don't know what that water cooler chatter is about. Water cooler chatter. Yeah, you know, you saw what the Good Morning America folks was. It was like somebody was trying to throw acid on them. It's like, ah, no! <laughs> it's, you know, everybody has the same reaction. It's like everything that was good and pure about your life has been taken away from you. It's like literally like you went in, you went up and you insulted someone's mother or something. That's how they react. They're like, First, is this, this, there's this look of confusion, right? Yeah, like, are you out of your mind? 
Like, are you high? Oh, you're serious. And then, you know, you show them a picture and stuff, and they're like, you know, it, it's like you showed them a puppy being killed or something. Oh, well, that, and, would, that would fit right into Batman. Oh, true, true. And and then they just react like, no, no, I refuse to accept this. So I want to know who are these people that are buying the fomance. I don't know. Probably all the Wildstorm bunch. And their grandmothers. <laughs> Nana, we needed to go, go buy some comics for me. Nana, okay, how many? <laughs> Alright, I can oh. buy some. Okay, how many how many Bretty? How many you want? Goodbye look ten. A hundred. A hundred. What? A hundred? No, <laughs> don't buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, like, I'll get what I'll get the lady I'll get I'll get the ladies from the book club to buy your book too. <laughs> yeah, know? there you go. We got these little Blue-haired ladies going down to the comic book stores. I need a hundred. I'm looking at them like, what are you doing? Wallpaper in your wall? What? <laughs> um, you know, Charles Soule saying, well, writing Superman's like writing any other character. Badly? It is. <laughs> well, he has. Everybody has the same reaction to when they see Scott Lobdell's name. They like, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do they let no. him write Convergence? And now he's writing Doomed. Oh, I can't wait to hear what that story's about. No, no. The best reaction was all these um, Blue Beetle, Ted Quad fans came out of the works, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have Blue Beetle Convergence. And then they were all so excited. And then they saw the author was Scott Liddell. And they were like, no. Scott Liddell's writing it? Yeah. And they're like, no, just keep him dead. It'll be better. <laughs> Don't resurrect him. You mean John? Don't. One of John, Jeff John's favorite characters that he wanted to have a TV series for. He's there. Allow, he's allowing. Uh, well, he probably he has absolutely no power under the, this regime, obviously. And so he. Oh my God! I bet Jeff, Jeff is like banging his head against a desk somewhere. You can hear. Oh God! And so you should see the you should see the 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 reaction to that Blue Beetle cover reveal. They were like, "Yes, Blue Beetle! No, keep him dead! Keep him dead!" <laughs> I, how they can still bring out Scott Lobdell? Well, he is a minion. He is a minion, and he's a perv. Oh, he's he's not a perv. He's a creeper. Okay, he's still he's a like, pervy creeper. Whenever I see him around women and his pictures, I'm like, dude, how have you not been arrested yet? I remember he. I think it was Comic Vines Mike. He grabbed it and it was some con, and it was right after Rob Lovefeld had left in a huff. To say the least, and he was going, and you know they both worked together at Marvel, and Scott Lobdell said, "I'm going to go over here and talk to Rob, Rob, Rob Liefeld," and Liefeld said, "Get away! Just stay away from me!" You know, and it's got, it's got, "Oh no, we need to ask you, get away from me!" <laughs> it's like, oh, I kind of like Lobdell actually. 
we can't drop her shit. But other than that, no. Me, oh yeah, he he cannot. I've seen that picture of his of Captain America, and I'm like, dude, Captain America, did you have a boob job? What? You look at your grandma. Some of those old big German grandmas. That, you know. And oh, these women are ridiculous. I can say that because, but oh my gosh, you know I. That's that would be another good reason to get rid of Harris. Take <laughs> <laughs> Scott Lobdell with him. I Take your buddy know. with you. We don't need him. <laughs> God. How they ever let yeah. him write Superman and action after he was? Oh my God! No. Yeah, so Blue Beetle fans. So in Superman, we still don't know if Lois is still living with John Carroll, because you know Jeff Johns left the book, and um, even though he did mention him, like in one of the first issues he wrote for Superman, um, and we, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this Jimmy knowing the secret business. Maybe they'll kill him. I don't know. I hope so. And, you know, Lois isn't having a birthday party. Again, she didn't have one all Smallville. She never had a birthday. And now, in the New 52, she still ain't got no birthday. So, yeah, works for me. Not really. Yeah, I'm just not buying your book, people. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going on the poll list until you come to your senses. And knowing these cretins, they won't. Because they haven't yet. Well, we have a plan. Unless, you know, somebody drops a coconut on their head. Um, Adam Bomb would work. We don't want to kill them. (laughs) Just drop the coconut. Coconut. And, and, okay, we can drop like a a bowling ball. Ah, coconuts from a great height. They They have palm trees and... L.A., so, yeah. There we go. There we go. Somebody drop a coconut on their head and make them think something's changed there. I don't know. Crazy, crazy. So, after Convergence, we're not sure what we're going to get. And we still don't have the solicits. But also, we're not going to have Futures End to depend on anymore for good Mm -mm. fans. We're not going to have, you know, a lot of things anymore for good Superman. Well, we haven't. We haven't been able to depend on good Superman for since the reboot or even before that. You know, Jeff Jones decided, oh, yeah, let's put him on a planet with 100,000 other Kryptonians. That'll work. So now what does Greg Pak do? Oh, yeah, let's take the bottle city of Candor and make them bullets. <laughs> Let them fly around like bullets. Oh, how many's in Candor do we know? Two hundred thousand what? A million. Oh, there's a million in Candor, so there's like a million super bullets. Yep. Oh, that'll be fun. I'm sitting there going, really? This is what you have to write because you won't involve Clark as a journalist. Clark is a human being. Clark is, you know, in the Daily Planet besides using it for a portalette. You know, and... You know, oh, let's not involve Lois because, you know, God knows there's no market for Lois even though Cecil Castellucci and Gwenda Bond could probably beg to differ on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you have low you'd have a market for Lois if you had a freaking PR team for her. <laughs> yeah, you know, we can't do the work all by ourselves. <laughs> no, we tried. Yeah, not- and and a lot of people were surprised that a Lois Lane book was coming out. Yeah, nobody knew. Oh, well, we tried to t- you know, we tried to spread it on the net as much as possible. We had a tweet a thon. But yeah. And the author didn't even know her team had left. Yeah, she didn't know she was sure. supposed to have one. So yeah, way to run a company, dudes. So they'll, they'll oh, can't wait for the Jimmy Dude Bro comic. Mm, Thanks, that's going to be a real, real gripper comic, that one. Yeah, I'm sure. And Bizarro right. in the same week. Ugh. Oh, well, so they, lucky. Are, they so might as well start dating. Bizarro and Jimmy might as well start dating anyway. I could see that attraction anyway. <laughs> it's anyone but Lois, and literally anyone. Yeah, even... Bizarro and Jim Morrison before yeah. Lois. Next thing you'll know be the the guy that, you know, cleans the offices at the Daily Planet. No, they'll bring that comet to the super horse before Lois. Oh, the super pets will be back before Lois. The super monkey, everybody. Yeah. Oh, well, knowing Batman, he'll probably, you know, castrate something. Oh, the Joker castrated Comet. <laughs> well, it wasn't like he could breed him anyway. Or maybe. He oh, could. but he's he's Batman. He can. It's like I met not Comet. a valid excuse. I met I met Comet. Can breed if he got castrated. How would you castrate him? Oh well, they got that crypt- kryptonite sword from Earth too. They probably used that. True. True. <laughs> that. Kryptonite sword <laughs> that is disaster waiting to happen. I'm sitting there looking at Batman going, you think what? The only aliens <laughs> in the world are Kryptonian. Oh, Martian Manhunter. Oh. <laughs> well, we're probably going to be getting cut off here in a few seconds anyway. So. Yep, I was just going to say that. We're probably going to get cut off in a few seconds. Um, we'll see you next week. Um, yes, thanks, Tej, for I showing will. up tonight. No problem. Always a pleasure. And we'll be reviewing Bizarro and Jimmy Olsen comics next week. <laughs> hopefully Future's End will save us. Yes, hopefully. Because the Mino World's End won't. And what else? I don't know. Oh, Scooby-Doo team up. We'll get hopefully our hot hands we get on that. that one. Yeah. Hopefully we get that one. Yeah. So. Well, everybody have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.